This week on the program, I think we've hit peak stupidity. It's Dude, Where's My Car? I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cavan. Eric Sweetska. And we hate movies. Good God. Episode 420. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Welcome to We Hate Movies, a comedy show where we take movies and use them as a jumping off point for semi to ridiculously hilarious discussions. Well, calm down. Eric had to use his inhaler there for a little bit. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Asthma. On 420 yeah. for some reason. Uh, that's right. It is 420. We're dropping yep. this episode. How fucking clever of us. Uh, this is Dude, Where's My Car from the year 2000, directed by Danny Liner, R.I.P. Yes, and oh, we are no. all so stoned right now, we can't see straight. It's <laughs> so right. sick, dude. Oh, my God. So it's so stonerific. The colors. I, You know, I've been smoking marijuana now. What? On and off. No. On and off, Mom. On and off for about... Allegedly. Uh, yeah, for about, you know, well over nigh 20 years. Sure. And I've never liked stoner culture. Not even for a really? second. I've never liked watching people get high when I wasn't high. I've never liked people pretending to be want, high. Why would you want to watch people yeah, get high? I, That's what this... Not this movie, but like those Cheech and Chong movies. It's like a right. cool man. That guy is getting high. Well, well, you got to be like doing it along with yes, them exactly. is the deal. That's the 4D experience, brother. I, I, you know, a 2D See, is plenty. That's plenty of Ds. I never liked watching my dad get belligerently drunk until I could <laughs> do it while watching him. <laughs> oh, can I pause for a second? Steve Zanuck stars in plenty of Ds. Yeah. Oh, dude, don't worry about it. That's plenty of Ds to have. Speaking of you'd rather be doing than watching. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I mean, you guys know my fucking rap on this show, but I'm in Steve's boat. Yeah. Really? Uh, What? That you don't like stoner culture. Yeah, it's just, it's always obnoxious because it's so, it's the same. Here's the other thing. Here's what I can equate it to, right? I really love The Grateful Dead. Sure. It's obnoxious. (laughs) Listen to me. Shut the fuck up and listen to me for a second. It is. I hate everything associated with it that gives that a bad name you know what i'm saying like obnoxious music fans yes, obnoxious uh-huh. weed right. fans yeah. you're constantly fucking talking about how great it is like there's a limit to everything like that and mm-hmm. it's just you you ruin it when you're really doing it like that and this movie i don't think falls into that because this movie is even worse yes. you don't see anybody doing shit somebody fucking smoked you, well, some you see a dog smoke weed for the record i like Chu and chong movies okay um not all of them. Sure. But the first couple are cool. Up and Smoke's good. Uh, by the way, Ruin It When You Do It, which I like. That, that's your uh, <laughs> album that's coming out. Ruin It When You're Doing It. That's right, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And I mean, but I guess at the same time, Big Lebowski's my favorite movie. But that's not a stoner comedy yeah, a movie about a stoner. Kind, sort of, kind of. Kind of, sort of, yeah. That's the thing. It's hard to And some of those fans can fucking tone it down, too. I'll tell oh, you absolutely. Yeah. I'm not going to a fucking convention anytime soon. Thanks, anyway. Everybody's Lebowski really fest. great. Everyone's really nice. But I just, you know, I it's all not for I me. I can't. I can't go to movie parties like that. I'm never going to go to a quote along. 
None of it. You know, I grew up like in stoner culture, surrounded by stuff, you know, because there's Woodstock, hippies. The original festival was down in Bethel, and Woodstock 94 was the one down the street from me. Oh. A little contrast there. Uh But I grew up hating stoner culture and everything that goes with it. And to the point where it's like I left home. Oh. I'm like, I don't see... What do you mean there's not a head shop next to the school bus stop? <laughs> you know? Like, there was head shops everywhere. Anyway, so then I feel like I came back around to it that I'm just, not in like a, a, a pos- totally positive way, but like stoner culture, I'm just like, yeah, sure, fine. Have fun. I, Have I guess just fun. to, I mean, to, to, to clarify, because I'm not fun. like anti-head shops and shit, obviously. I just I mean, don't like the over-fandom of it. Like yes, the people just, that overdo it. Just a second ago, you broke a bong over your knee. <laughs> it's the same thing with Fish. The band Fish, it's another thing. It's like, yeah. Fish is a great band filled with great musicians. You hear someone yeah. talk ad nauseum about Fish for an hour and a half. But Fish and Grateful Dead don't make their money off of their music, really. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just the stoner the, culture the that yeah hangs out with it, travels with them. It's the experience of that. Here's right? the thing. Smoking pot with your friends, A number one, A-OK. Having mud flaps that reference that a- experience, not okay. Mud exactly. flaps in general. So you're Anything saying you dead heads? Mud- yeah. No, I mean, just in general. I, I don't know what any of you are talking about. I reject marijuana in all its forms. <laughs> <laughs> here's, what, I think here's what it is. Starting when exactly? <laughs> now. <laughs> okay, good. I think Wait, uh, here's, tomorrow. I think here's how you can do it. The mud flap thing, Steve, you just kind of inspired me. I use marijuana. Sure. I'll never yeah. wear a fucking hat or yep, a t-shirt with a marijuana leaf on it. No, no, no. I'm never going to have a thing that says gas, grass, or ass. All are acceptable. Like clever bumper stickers. Similarly. See, I, I think it's also because it's like stoner culture is teen culture because it's illegal, so it's cool. Yeah. I'm not walking around with a beer shirt on either. <laughs> no, you know no, I mean? no, absolutely not. Either. I'm drinking yeah, also, beer constantly. <laughs> right. But I'm not wearing the product. Yes, I'm beer wearing- fandom. I guess so that's to clarify, like beer fandom versus beer culture. I love traveling to breweries, taking the tours, doing the sampling things. I'm not, yeah, I'm not wearing a T-shirt with a beer mug. What on. about a one tequila, two tequila, three tequila floor shirt? Any, anything that could be <laughs> sold on a boardwalk is none of my business. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> just I guess that I don't I mean, want anything to do with. We're just taking a trash again, like stand against trash culture. It yeah, yeah, exactly. Thus, it's all trash fan culture. Thus ends this episode of the Not Dads Club <laughs> <laughs> podcast that we are just starting now. I say, do what you want, have fun with it. Just you don't need to be wearing the T-shirt that says the thing you're doing, though. I, I gotta say, much easier to get away with stuff. You're wearing something low key. You yeah. don't, lo- you know what I mean. You you fit into society a little bit. Suddenly, sure. Mr. Police do- is not looking at you right away, even exactly. though you gave him all the clues. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is sad. <laughs> I will say, Danny Liner, by the way, because again, rest in peace. This movie sucks ass, but a few years later, he directed what I think is a legitimately good stoner comedy, Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. Okay. That is a movie that I've seen also recently wait, in the wait, last Steve few years. Steve's poo-pooing it. Yeah, he no, I know he that, doesn't that like okay? it. That I've okay. heard his rant already that on this. That okay means I hated this and I just I never can get into it. I it's just totally never fine. Really? I was. Sure. I why, are you, why are you getting up his asshole about it? I said a thing that I like. I want to look up the asshole a little bit. <laughs> no, you don't, dude. <laughs> I'm just like saying, this is how extreme you're going with yeah, it. No, Even I, Harold and Kumar. I, it's not just that stereotypical, yeah. Dave's not 
not here, man. Yes. Yeah, it, it extends all the way to <laughs> Beloved White Castle, which is the best hamburger in America. And <laughs> yes. the movie's not bad. The sequels are trash. But I will say the, uh, the, uh, 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 the only one that I really love is Half-Baked. Love me from Half-Baked. If yeah. you watch it. That is a movie that was ruined for me because of the fans of the movie. That gotcha. was another thing. Yeah, yeah. And then like Comedy you, Central played that yeah. to death. Absolutely. Yeah. This actually reminded me a bit of Half-Baked. Yeah. Because you totally. got like the dude living in the house with them. It's and, almost like the same joke that they did again for this yeah. movie. Man, but in this movie, it's fucking stuttering John Melendez, by the way. Oh, that's stuttering John? Yeah. That's why I texted oh. last night, fucking stuttering John in this movie. I, you just text sometimes. <laughs> I'm just thinking about random Howard Stern lackeys. Yeah. So I guess this movie is about two stoners who wake up from a crazy night. Mm-hmm. They cannot find their car, and they're trying to piece it together. They can't remember it, anything. That's anything true. at all. Because if you take, now listen, we, there, there's some younger listeners, and if you take a the instant you take a puff of the devil's lettuce, you're gonna lose mm. your mind. What you're gonna devil's lose. Lettuce. You're gonna lose. You're gonna have amnesia. Yep. I I would argue this movie really isn't a stoner company because they don't talk about it that often at all. It's more like getting drunk, well, like and getting fucked up, quote unquote. Right. And that's that's the thing. In the right? year of our Lord Zebrahead. There. Oh yeah, <laughs> Zebrahead on this soundtrack, a band I used to listen to. Now, but this is the thing though. And Kevin brings up a good point. We sort of mentioned already, but you don't see them doing anything in this movie no. they are talking about like being yeah messed up when you see the sight of like the rager it's just there's like solo cups everywhere but this movie also i just looked it up to be sure and it's so dumb that it is is rated pg-13 what are we doing there the- are some bongs out on the table they are identified as stoners by yes. other characters yes but that's like the workaround where like half-baked actually got into details and like hit home well, yes I, but this wants to open to that larger audience. i will say this is of in the kids in yes. This. Yes. yes this is in the oh yeah open to a larger audience of kids the larry clark story come <laughs> see my movies you want to see some pubic hair from a 17 year old Hey, man, it's just pubes. No lore against that. <laughs> I turned down, dude, where is my car? Because I wanted to cast only nine-year-olds. It was going to be what? called Dude, Where's My Kids? Which is I, what my <laughs> actor's parents often tell me. <laughs> Ew. How did we get to Larry I did it. I did it. No, <laughs> that's the small. culture Steve likes. You, no, incorrect. <laughs> You're wearing a kid's t-shirt right now. I, I am absolutely not. God damn it. No, the <laughs> It's not from the movie kids. It's just picture of children <laughs> you fucking stupid ken park baseball hat it's, a fr- it's free cars for kids t-shirt you get them on the subway sometimes <laughs> but this is also in speaking of I'll the, give you the a car for a kid i'm larry clark <laughs> i'm trying to cast a movie no where i was going was oh the, sure um engine uh, was flooded no the it was uh, just vapor lock <laughs> god damn it the whole point of yeah uh they're smoking, but they're not smoking. We don't see it. Mm-hmm. It's more explicit than Bill and Ted, which I think this this borrows a lot from. Like, yeah, Bill and yeah. Ted are quote unquote like they're you can the gag is kind of sort of they're high the whole time, but yeah. you never they never talk about it. They never say it. They're just like stupid and like they're sitting outside the uh, circle k asking random people when did the mongols rule china <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they are high in those movies yeah. i think the 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 theory i have about bill and ted or what i choose to believe about those characters is the night before this movie starts uh-huh. or bill and ted's excellent adventure starts they have smoked the most powerful weed oh yeah and consumed the most powerful edibles so that by the time we meet up with them, 
They're just stoned the whole time. Got they it. don't have to re-up. Mm. It's still just coursing through their veins. Well, I'm willing that... to believe it just because they're touched by the Time Lords. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, true. But well, could... What am I going to do? I'm, I'd probably act like that if I was a Time Master. <laughs> But now with the with the dudes cars guys, yeah, sure, yeah, couldn't that be true for them too? Yeah, they, guess... they did establish this rager of a party. That's no, true. because they do mention though that they ha- this is where the movie kind of gets off track too. They get distracted. They do intend to smoke weed in this movie because they have to get as fucked up as they were the night before to retrace right. their steps. And we do see some marijuana. We'll get there. But a dog does smoke pot, so something is shown smoking pot. Uh, this movie starts with something that I, I hate because it's never been a joke ever and multiple things have done it. The uh, based on actual events gag when you know full well that the movie is not based on actual events. Yeah. It's never been fucking funny. And the example can't with, be better than here. One example that was very funny and was Fargo. Oh, yeah. Mm. Damn, you got me dead to rights on yeah. that. That but wor- it does not work here. So, but this movie is not Fargo. It is not. No. And Noah Hawley didn't Fargo, even have anything to do with it. It's Fargo. the Fargo of stoner comedy. Fargo's my favorite stoner comedy. <laughs> Watching Jerry Lindegarden fucking try to dig the ice out of his windshield. Fuck you. It's funny to watch while I toke. We have a terrible credit intro here, which when you look back on the movie, you realize is like all the things they've done the night before. Yeah. But just in this really bad, like, year 2000 music video sneaker pimp horse shit. I will say, if if somebody was like, what was the year 2000 exactly yep. like? This yeah. is correct. I would show them this movie. Yes. This movie Absolutely. It, encapsulates the year of our Lord 2000. It's amazing. Perfectly. It's amazing. Because the hair, down to the haircuts, the, the styles. The people that were allowed to be in, seen in the movie. Absolutely. Like, Tom Green should have been in it, but they couldn't afford him. It's shocking that he's not. Yeah. That's where, that's where Andy Dick comes from. They're like, either, well, you know, just get that <laughs> outfit. Either Andy Dick will fit into it, but hopefully Tom Green will fit into it. Isn't there that hilarious picture somewhere of the two of them dressed like the other person and yeah. they look exactly the same? Yep. So I think you might be right there, Steve. Oh, Many times did Andy Dick get a job that was should have gone to Tom Green, but Tom Green said no. <laughs> I think that's how that works. Well, he had to finish Freddie Got Fingered. The masterpiece had to be. <laughs> right. Had, uh, Final just, touches. It's him inside of an editing bay with reels of film. <laughs> I shan't be disturbed. Burn out cigarettes piled up. Man, that movie is trash. It is oh, absolutely. Garbage um, day. So this is the story of Jesse and Chester. Jesse is Ashton Kutcher. Chester is Sean William Scott, fresh off of that first American Pie movie. Oh, that was in 99, right? I believe that was 99. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, and I also believe that that 70s show had been on the air for a little bit at this point. So, like, Ashton Kutcher is kind of the bigger commodity here. Um, and, yeah, so they wake up. They can't remember what happened. They're in trouble. And this is another fucking ripping off from Bill and Ted. They're in trouble with their, like team girlfriend yeah like bill and ted they have the babes this is the twins which twins. is a weird thing i just feel like these guys are simpatico they have to get erections next to each other that's, yes that's yeah. the whole thing it's always they're, about they're, they're it's half, a team sport it's like a larry clark movie because <laughs> they are half naked playing thumb wars and yes they're just like laying around together well, uh, uh, they're aren't they virgins 
Like, because they make a whole big deal about how they haven't had sex they, with their girlfriend. I don't right, think but, they're virgins, but the girls might be. Mm. Because they're talking about, well, yeah, I guess. I, I think no, they are. Yeah. They I was be. wondering if they were Mormon, because like they've been dating these girls oh. for, for over a year and a half. And it's like, we might we might get sex, brother man. I'm like, what year is it? Is, is that a tenant <laughs> of the Church of Latter-day Saints? <laughs> Maybe. And do both of them have to turn their key? <laughs> well, there is like that one moment where Ashton Kutcher is kissing somebody and Sean William Scott is like looking and licking his lips like a cartoon wolf. Yeah. Well, but when they meet up with Christy Swanson later, they're like, "Oh yeah," and like you know, Ashton Kutcher grabs her boobs. Like, I get the other one right. And it's like, what is this? What is this he, friendship? Yeah. He definitely he doesn't know how to touch a boob. Yeah, like he's yeah. just like. Pluh. <laughs> they're jerking off together. Oh yeah, they're, they're, oh, they're absolutely. Sure. One, absolutely. One happened. TV, we're sharing the porn tape. Exactly. Like, and no one's gonna think. Twice about it, nope. if the other one whips it out and just sure. starts fucking defoeing all over the place. <laughs> exactly, I know that. Say, <laughs> I'm just—I'm not even passing judgment. I'm just saying these two have team erections all the time, and I think it's so much so that like everyone else around them sees them as one person because Christy Swanson. When you know Ashton Kutcher's feeling her up, and then Sean William Scott goes in for the other one. Yeah. She's just acting like she's looking like at one person. Yeah, that's that's true, all yeah. it is. It's like that guy is feeling me up with both hands. But I feel like at one point there was like, oh, you know, I'm gonna go date uh, Becca Kapowski, and the other guys are, well, well, how's that gonna work? She got like a best friend or a, a sister twin or, or a, something. Somebody that she, is she with someone else all of the time? Well, best friends are brother. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> not gonna. You're work. right. They should have been shot more like Dead Ringers. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, sort of. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Can we, we share her? <laughs> oh, oh. So they wake up, they're messed up. Um, we get, I always hate t- title cards in movies that don't need title cards. Like, I, I'll get that he's Jesse and I'll get that he's Chester. What? I will get there. Yeah. But aren't they doing it as a joke? Like, because like, they just randomly do it throughout the movie. Yeah, that's true. It starts like, that's that way a joke? Then. Yeah, it's like because they pick like <laughs> stupid people to do it with. Like, it's when the big uh, monster, the. Oh, supermodel we'll monster we'll happens. They're like supermodel monster. And well, like, you also get it right here with Mr. Pizza Coley, who's like, so they're pizza delivery guys. Their boss comes stomp into the house. Mm. Like, you were supposed to deliver 40 pizzas, none of them got anywhere. And they're like, the gag is the apartment just has pizza all over the place. And when he comes up, it's like, ding, Mr. Pizza Coley. Okay. And he's screaming at them. And like, there's this gag where the, he, uh, Ashton Kutcher throws the pizza up mm-hmm. on the roof, on the ceiling, and it's yeah. gonna fall down. And it's like, oh look, a unicorn. Oh look, a whatever. And this is what you call stupid humor, right? Like the idea is like that it's, was stupid, it, yeah. but it made me laugh though. Kind of stuff. It is yeah. it's stupid now. Back when Buster Keaton first did it, it very. <laughs> oh, back when Buster Keaton threw that pizza on the ceiling. Yeah, that was great. That's Buster great. Keaton probably never ate pizza. I guarantee you that. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think he never ate it. Because he really hated, he hated Italians. So I just much. don't think we were eating that much pizza. You're not like going to you know you, you got to go out for think pizza. It, think about the core that that guy had to have. He probably ate, like a piece of bread and water. I bet you anything that around the time he was in that episode of The Twilight Zone, he's eating pizza. Well, back back then. I don't know if I can eat ethnic food. (laughs) Pizza pie? What is this? What am I on vacation here? I got to get into a gondola? Hi, I'm Buster Keaton. You never knew how I sound like. I sound a lot like this. I'm going to get inside of a gondola and eat eat a pizza pie? So so that's why talkies didn't work for him. Should I should I put a hair grease in my hair then and grow a big mustache <laughs> to eat a pizza pie? Pepperoni? <laughs> I'll do without. 
Give me a nice American sandwich, please. You got a ham pizza? <laughs> I'll take a ham pizza. And by that, I mean a ham sandwich. <laughs> so uh, their girlfriends call. It is the day of their anniversary. Mm. And it's the old, oh, did we forget presents? No, we bought them presents. They're in the car. And this is the thrust of the movie is they go out. The car is missing, and we need to get the anniversary presents for the babes, and the film, such as it is, goes from there. Well, we can't say babes because we would get sued. We have to say twins all the time. We have to say twins. We would like literally get sued if we said babes. <laughs> if we called these two babes, we would get sued. Mm-hmm. We're uh, going to get sued? Or they're No, gonna... no, they would, they would get sued by the Bill and Ted estate. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, you're yeah, absolutely they right. They have to say twins. They yes, have no, to say twins. You're absolutely right. And... um. The twins are Jennifer Garner and Maya Solokoff, I think is the other lady's name. Uh, Yep, Marla. Marla Sokoloff. Uh, Wanda and Wilma. Jennifer Garner, Jennifer Garner. Marla Solokoff was on Full House for a spell. Did a lot of TV. She was just a 2000s actress. She whatever it takes. Probably. She's in whatever it takes. She was in Sugar and Spice. Uh, She's. And Everything Nice? She's. uh, No, just Sugar and Spice. Yeah, it's just. uh, she reprises her role of Gia on Fuller House. Apparently, oh wow, yeah, that's great. She was like the one that like always tried to steer Stephanie the wrong way. That's right. Oh, she really? was a bad friend. Yeah. Her biggest thing though, she was on The Practice for like oh. almost all of that show. Well, it makes perfect. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know, sometimes, man. Sometimes oh, the dad alarm. <laughs> yeah, dude, when the fucking dad alarm goes off. Hey, I'm not the one telling the kids don't be interested in stoner culture. I'm cool, dad. Do it here in the basement. <laughs> I'm not. E- All right, you know what? So they're concerned because if they don't have the twins' anniversary presents, by the way, they're also not going to get laid. Or as they refer to it in this movie multiple times, Ugh. none of which are funny, uh, as special treats. We're going to get Ugh. special. That's again the Mormon thing. That's where I got oh, the virgins. Okay, yeah. I'm telling you, they're virgins. <laughs> yeah, that's probably <laughs> true. Special treats means sex to them, right? Because the gir- the twins say that they're going to get special treats. Yes. yes. And they just interpret that as They just sex. think it's going to be sex for yeah. no reason. It's not like they're talking about sex. No, and also you should be suspicious of anyone who actually uses special treats as a euphemism for sex because that's fucking weird. It is weird. Special yeah. treats are things your grandmother gives you. <laughs> oh, come here. Come here, Jesse and Chester. I'm going to give you some special treats. Well, maybe they're going to bow. Wow, wow. <laughs> oh, boy, Jesse and Chester. That was fantastic. I haven't given a blumpkin since I met Buster Keaton. And that oh, was my- yeah, Buster loved Blumpkins. <laughs> we call- he got his name Buster because he was busted nuts. Yes, I gave Buster plenty special treats. <laughs> Ew. I got to do a Blumpkin? What do I got? I'm going to put hair grease in my hair now? <laughs> Giving people Blumpkins all of a sudden. What about a good old-fashioned American blowjob? Whatever happened to that? So he's resisting the Blumpkins? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, he's okay. resisting I mean, I only got an outhouse. It's <laughs> the only way we're doing this. Not a lot of floor space in there for a blumpkin. Gotta leave the door open. I'm gonna you think be- I'm getting a blumpkin with a door open. You got another thing coming. I'm gonna be honest with you. The smell leaves something to be desired. <laughs> Listen, uh, in my day, sex was just one and two things, and you know what they are. Fucking and then falling asleep afterwards. <laughs> okay, maybe you can just rub it a little bit. 
By the way, uh, him but, falling asleep afterwards would be very funny, very very comedic. <laughs> the uh, the special treats though reminds me maybe uh, Jennifer Gardner and uh, Marla Sokoloff are into grandma sex. Oh. You get like dressed up like a grandma. You, you you put on a sweater. <laughs> of course. You get, you get a fucking walker going. Is that a thing? No, I just made that up. Okay, because you know some weird sex stuff oh. that like every once in a while I'm like, what the fuck is that real? And you're like, yeah, dude, there's like four documentaries about it on YouTube. And I'm well, like, you're yeah, right, Steve. I guarantee it's real. There's definitely. Yeah, I'm sure there's some of the grandma there's sex. A, definitely yeah. some grandpa kink out there. Yeah, you gotta stop watching Bad Grandpa all the time because <laughs> I know that DVD is worn out, <laughs> just worn thin. And you're the last person to buy a. DVD. DVD of Bad Grandpa. <laughs> and Dirty Grandpa. Complete the set. Uh, so, yeah. So, they want to go out to the car, get the gifts so they can go get laid. The car the is gifts gone. gifts that they just assume they've bought. Right. Yeah. No real indication as to whether or not they actually have purchased these gifts, by the way. Uh, there is... Ah, and I'm going to own up to it when it happened, because it was happening a few times while I was watching this movie. Because oh. also... I'm method watching, man. I had yeah. to be in the right headspace sure. for just watching this agonizing film. And it was still agonizing in that headspace. But this scene where they're trying to hitch a ride from local neighbors uh-huh. and in both instances get run down by the cars, I'm kind of laughing. It's, it's kind of funny because the neighbors see them and they just want to hit them with the cars. So. And like when Ashton Kutcher gets hit first and then he has a line like, oh, I guess she didn't see you or something. Yeah. Uh, okay, legitimate laugh number one. There I, it was. I, th- I think that's okay, but it's a, p- a bad omen of what's to come. There's a lot of, that was funny, so let's do it a hundred thousand times. A yeah. lot of repeated jokes so they can both, like, get... I-, I wonder if it was a thing where they were fighting for, like, you know, like, who Supremacy? gets the better jokes, and it's like, well, if he's gonna get hit by a car, then I'm... You better believe Steve Stifler's getting hit by a car right afterwards. I think this was the, the uh, what do you call it there? This was the Ashton Kutcher show. I just feel like he was yeah. already kind of a commodity and you yeah. know, I mean, like people liked American Pie and liked him in that movie, but he's like fifth bill. And Sean William Scott, yeah, Sean William Scott, and he's much more of the babe. I will say, Ashton yeah. Kutcher is much oh yeah, yeah, more, he's, he's, more he's the hot one. Yeah. yeah, Ashton Kutcher is the one who owns the car. By the yeah. way, he's yeah. the he's the owner of the titular car. So I, he's the more successful loser. I have never <laughs> turned my key on Ashton Kutcher. I've always despised literally everything he's been in. Am I, am I alone in that? Like, I, I watched a good chunk of that '70s show, and I was into it. I'll, I'll admit to be. Yeah. I haven't rewatched it in years. Sure. I don't know if it holds up. Uh, I mean, I do remember not hating. Uh, that '70s show, but sure. I don't think it, he was not the reason I was watching it. That's no, for, that's to that's be fair. That's also sure. true. Do you know that he's yeah, on a secret TV show right now? What that thing on oh, Netflix that that, that dude ranch. also got kicked off of? Nobody knew. I've never heard of this thing. You, know I've it? reviewed it. Oh, the oh, ranch. Wow. It's called it's the ranch. Worse than anything you're imagining. I prefer the nacho cheese. <laughs> it is dad alert. We got a dad alert. <laughs> It is the so it's like him and like Sam Elliott. Sam, Sam Elliott. Elliott. That's what's most offensive to me about it's that da- show. It's Danny Masterson and Ashton Kutcher's brothers. Oh, okay. Ashton Kutcher used to. It was like going to be a, a a great athlete, and then something happened. He comes home yeah. to run the business under Sam Elliott, something his father, happened. and fucking. Um, is it a multi-camera sitcom or no? Yes, it's a multi-camera. Oh, there's a laugh track yeah. and everything. It's a Chuck Lorre production. Are you fucking kidding me? They're they're doing this on Netflix has a it multi-cam go- sitcom. It was well, that's what one day at a time forever. was too. Yeah, 
And it was on. It's, I, I, is it? I'm not even sure if it still is on, but it ran. For it's, a you long. Know, I thought it was a, it's a secret TV show. I've right. never heard of. Well, I never, I never heard, heard of, of thing. One day at a time until the news well, that it got canceled. Half the shit on Netflix I don't hear about until it's yep, canceled. it's buried. It's just, yeah. and somebody big plays the mother. It's uh, like like not Diane Lane, like but um from the Lovers. What's her name? Oh, uh, De- oh, Deborah Winger? Something like like that yeah. level. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that an actress right. like Cabin's, that, nope. Eric. I just feel like when the the Oscar voting was going around, they're like, oh, Sam Elliott's a shoe in And then they were like, you know that guy's on a TV show currently with Ashton Kutcher? Like, right, <laughs> like right now that can happen? And like, you think yeah. that killed it? Yeah, I, was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Cabin's right, by the way. Deborah Winger is the mother and also on this program, an actress who I think is very funny, but not on this. I haven't seen it. Is uh, Alicia Cuthbert? Oh yeah, right. who's very hysterical on the canceled show Happy Endings? The girl next door, right? Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I never, uh, never watched much '70s show. I thought it was fine when I saw a few episodes. It's fine, but I did hate watch Punk. Punked, oh, punked, punked a bit. Oh, Remember that I forgot show? about punked? that. Yeah, you yeah. should bring that back. Put that on Netflix of Ashton Kutcher <laughs> punking people because people wouldn't believe it because well, they haven't heard of Ashton Kutcher in forever. Something worse is coming to Netflix. Did everybody hear about the Flinch show? Flinch? They're putting people is in. This what you do when you get the slapped? Yes, Eric. <laughs> no, it's people. They're like in like strapped to a thing and like. They if they flinch they get electrocuted. Oh, nice! I'm into this. Good lord! It's it's kind of weird. It's like that scene at the start of Ghostbusters. It's something <laughs> like that, Eric. But the uh, Speak, punk. Sorry, speaking of Chuck Lorre, though, really quickly, mm-hmm. is he dead? No, but if you recall, there's a connection there because Ashton Kutcher replaced Charlie yes. Sheen on that show Absolutely. on Two and a Half Men. Forgot oh really? That. Oh yeah, yeah you're, yep. Oh fuck for like, yeah! Uh, for like a long like time, four or five years. Yes, he did. The, he is, was the other is, half man. What is that show about? <laughs> uh, but <laughs> men, 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 men. That's no, all. Uh, but punked made a movie, and it was called uh, the Steve Jobs movie, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where he punked everyone, and he's like, "Oh no, it's going to be a drama." Where I play Steve Jobs for some reason. No, 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 no. Me, Ashton Kutcher. Man. Biopic, Steve Jobs. The man behind Apple and the man behind Pop Chips. (laughs) And that rush to like get that competing project going with Michael Fassbender, it's just so weird. It's like both people have their qualities. They are not, neither of them are good for those roles. Nope. Yeah, I did not particularly care for that Danny Boyle movie, but it has to be better than the Ashton Kutcher <laughs> oh, def- one. Oh, yeah, that's not up for debate. So, like we mentioned before, the whole thing is, all right, well, to retrace our steps, clearly we have to get as fucked up as we were yeah, the sure. night before, so we got to go to our buddy who can sling us uh, some weed, and this is the dude who is Michael Bolton in Office Space, yeah, if you'll dude. recall. I believe he was a Mad TV guy as well. If, uh, David enough. Herman, I think yeah. his name is. Sounds oh, he right. was on Mad TV? I might have made that up. I think, I think that sounds <laughs> Yeah, actually. But yeah, I mean, like he's, I like him a lot in Office Space. He's actually pretty good in this too. Yeah, in, he got in what he's scenes. trying to do, you know what I mean? Like, and he's like doing yeah. this stupid thing where he's like Eastern religion guy, right? Right, because he's a stoner as well, and that's you know his angle on it. And he seems to have a better handle on the material than everyone else in the film. Yes, exactly. He, he knows grounded. What like he know. Yeah, he's he's actually going for it. People aren't pissing on his floor. That's for damn sure. <laughs> and he's got a puppet dog next to him. Is this dog ever real or is it always a puppet? No, the dog real. is real at okay. some points, okay. but it's. I think the puppet 
has more screen time than the actual okay, animal a, actor. And it's kind of impressive. It's a nice puppet, I it thought. Like, I think like, it looks like the fucking one from Antichrist. A it, does. Right. Uh, it does. It does, yeah. exactly like it. Steve, you were right. 50 episodes of Mad TV, but this dude... Oh, by the way, he was also on House of Buggin'. Oh, no. uh, but this dude is a serious voice actor, though. Oh, that's Several a episodes of Invader Zim, Father of the Pride, Moral Oral... Uh, the Good oh. Family, King of the Hill, Voice Beavis and Butthead there. Revival, Futurama, Brickleberry, The Awesomes, That's Trip how you make that Tank. Money. That's how Damn, you dude, You're making that money. American Dad, Disenchantment, something called Paradise PD, Bob's Burgers. He's on 102 episodes. Oh, he does. Wow, he does Mister Frond on Bob's Burgers. I didn't know that. Oh, nice. The Guidance Counselor. Oh, that's cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow, good for him. You know what? I I like him as an actor. I think he's funny. Yeah, I want more of him in this movie. Yeah. You don't get it. Because he's like a crass guy, but he's trying to be an Eastern religion kind of a thing. Which is, that's a thing that is funny. It's a joke. It's It's like a California backyard joke. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what we're doing. (laughs) And his dog, he's getting his dog high. And the dog is a pipe that looks like the dog itself. I wanted to get a pipe that looks like me after seeing this. <laughs> How cool would that be? Like, hey, Andrew, well, what are you doing right now? I'm smoking myself. Well, why don't you blow it out your ass? Well, that's the question. Where's the pipe going? Is the Bend pipe- over and I'll show yeah. you, dude. <laughs> no, but like the, the then the pipe would be like, the. it's like you pack the weed in your mouth. Right. Yeah. And then you puff on your feet, I guess. And yeah. you have like little, little cheeks in there and everything. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Sounds good. Little cheeks. I don't know if I'm I can get into that. Like, yeah. It's weird. It's a weird thing to do. You're, look, you're looking at your ass whenever you smoke. If a puppet dog does it, it's one thing. But a human adult man. I see. I think dogs look better than people. I think that's my problem. <laughs> so this brings us to the first uh, fucking horrendous joke of this movie. They ask this dude for a ride around to see if he can help them find the fucking car. We cut to them immediately getting kicked out of the car because apparently Sean Williams Scott made some joke where he calls the Dalai Lama a gay slur. And it's yeah. like, you are so fucking rooted right in 2000 pop culture right yep. here with this that nobody even blinks. You're dropping do, F-bombs like I, Bill and Ted did. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of how horrendous that is, this happens actually right after they go to the Chinese takeout restaurant that has a fast food window. Oh, right. And we get a bunch of Asian jokes of the the, the, the woman. Well, on, it's just the one the, joke repeated about 28,000 times. <laughs> That's a bunch. It's and then is the gag. It's like, right. I want this and then. I believe this was a trailer gag, if I remember. It was. I mean, Advertisements. This was being quoted. I don't know about what? you. We're in the circles you traveled in the year two thousand. No, this sir. was being quoted. Yeah, and then and then really, yeah, man. How would it play out? I don't remember, but I just remember like people just doing the voice like and then and in my high school. Can we not say, "Dude, where's my car?" And then, <laughs> so then what, what happened after they said that? What did you say? Well, I was like, oh, I didn't see that movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then. Uh, uh, God damn it, Eric, I get it. <laughs> and then? What happened then? I don't know. And then? And then? Uh, yeah, he beats the shit out of that talk box. That's, that's it's something. It's fun. I, I guess. guess it's fun. It's, it's not. It's not. It's well, it's not. Also, like, it's this movie has a thing for like Asian stereotypes. It's all over this movie. It's not, like yeah. If you have just this one scene, it's like, oh, we're going around the world. We're getting, everybody's getting into it. Yeah. But then we have like, the tailor shows up. 
We're doing Japanese stuff later. And it's like, get this out of this movie. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, so they get out of the car. This is the Christy Swanson cameo. Uh, she's, she's playing. It's a role, I think. She's bad. Yeah, you're right. Scenes? It's not a cameo. She does have multiple scenes. Uh, the character's name, of course, Christy Boner. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, there's not even any joke to explain that it's like an alternate spelling. This woman's name is Boner. Yep. Yep. There yeah. it is. And we're all pretending like Christy Swanson Shouldn't isn't be. way too old to be a like high school student in this movie. <laughs> well, she, she should play somebody's mom. That's what I was, I was like. Whose mom is she? It's very strange. She's like in Wait, the cafeteria with these are kids. Are they supposed to be high school students? I think they're are they co- college kids? I think they're college age-ish. I don't okay. know. I don't know. It's, it's never specified. Because they are bullied by this group of jocks. And everyone in this movie looks at least 30, 35. Yeah. But well, like, is, that's the sto- lesser O'Connell? Yeah, Charlie O'Connell. Oh, my God, that looking thing. He, <laughs> the second star of the, the second O'Connell to star on Sliders, by the way. I will say we were talking, I don't know which episode we were talking. Oh, actually, 17 again, we were talking about the brother draft and how uh, Brian Dolbury would go first. Right. Charlie O'Connell doesn't make the cutoff. Like he's no. not even getting out of the, the he's not in the making. No, the he's he's got to stay in college, dude. He's he's not going pro. <laughs> the last picks, but the thing is, like, I think it has to be high school because in what world am I a college age student? And I guess maybe this happens that I'm being picked on by jocks everywhere yes, I go. Yeah, the idea of you know? jocks. Yeah. Hey, buddy, did you see me get that nerd? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it happens. I'm sure a lot of schools are worse than art school that we went to, but. <laughs> I but just, the, it has to be high school. No, but that makes no sense because the, the, there's no parents. There's, there's no, nothing. there's, you're right. There's no parents. Yeah. That's a good point. There's no parents, but there's no, there's no like college either. So they, how could you, but maybe they own people. that house. How? It looks like they own that house. <laughs> no, I think Stuttering John owns the house. The or guy no. who's living in the closet? I don't know. Who neither of them know. So maybe they rent, but that, but then like why are you but being picked I, on by Well, jobs? another another famous duo that they also kind of remind me of who also didn't have parents and were in high school is Beavis and Butthead. Oh, sure. Cheese but and Chong as well. I will <laughs> no, I think they were definitely not in high school. Dad's Pretty sure they not were 38. Here, man. <laughs> Dad's not here, man. <laughs> I will say uh, to the 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 co- the college v high school bit, like yeah, the whole point of like the whole point of going to college is to not get picked on by jocks anymore, and like then the whole way college is set up is like you have these things called fraternities where oh, you can right. get picked on by jocks, right. but you just avoid that house. <laughs> right. like, you know what I mean? Like you can just you could just not go there. And people party. who want anything to do with it, also yeah, yeah, you exactly. can just write them all yeah. off. Exactly. You can also go to a school that doesn't participate in Greek life, which Man, I be highly sweet. recommend. Highly yeah. There was always like the initiative to get that going on purchase campus, and it was always just laughed out. I was uh, I visited a friend of mine in SUNY Albany once, and I was kicked out of a frat party three times in one night. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, dude. for being okay. a nerd. Yeah, pretty much. They're like, "Hey, dude, you got to get out of here," and I was like, "But I know this guy," and I'm like, and I was totally messed up at the time, like really messed up. We told it? you three times now. You don't know the X Men. You keep saying you know the X Men, and that's why you're here. Please leave. Stop putting on my tape of Batman. <laughs> but we can just watch it in this other room while those girls are doing whatever they're doing. We can put on X Men. Gotcha, nerd. We have we only have the Batman tape to trap nerds. I hate that shit. 
just we hate that baby shit. Baby a, shit. A snare comes down, gets your wrist. Yep. <laughs> Whenever I see Jack Nicholson, I say, fuck this baby shit. Uh, well, that, I was told to get the fuck out. I was like, yeah, man, whatever. Yeah, whatever. And then I just kind of walked from one end to the back end and walked right back in. And the guy's like, I fucking told you. And no I was like, way. I was like, yeah, man, whatever. What the fuck ever. And then I just walked out and found this side entrance. <laughs> Did you tell your friends what was going on? Eventually, everybody kind of decided to leave, and I was like, yeah, I was kicked out of that did, party. Three did, times. Wait, wait, wait. Did the, the party police... left? No, no, no. Oh. The friends that I was did, with. Did the policeman in the drunk tank give you a blanket at least? <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't arrested that night. No that blankets night. for him. Uh, so somehow or another, um, oh, really quick to point out, when Christy Swanson walks in front of the camera when she comes into the movie, there is a man jackhammering in the street, yep. and then Ugh. water explodes out as she crosses the frame. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, oh, we had a great night last night. You're giving me all this money. That's really cool. Gave me $500 to show my hoo-hoos. Oh, that's the one. They that's say that. hoo-hoos oh, yep. multiple times hoo-hoos. in this instead of breasts or, I guess, hooters? What is the what other? Are they, what are they getting Was, Is that copywritten by the restaurant? Why the <laughs> fuck aren't we saying hooters? Or just, you know, because they have to talk like babies. That's it. That's it. Because it sounds too vulgar. What's the other one when we're smoking pot? It's shibby? No, 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 no. That's just a celebratory pronouncement they have is shibby. Shibby. We do also see that shibby is their personalized license plate at the end of the movie. Because of course it is. I mean, yeah. I no, but to to be fair about that, I thought for a while that they were referring to weed when they said yeah. shippy. But then you realize, like at points in the film, Sean William Scott is just saying it to yeah. say it. They have to talk like baby assholes the entire time. <laughs> it's the joke of the movie. Steve was shibby being quoted a lot, or <laughs> no, uh, not yeah, so much. A baby assholes. Can I put that in my movie? Hi, my name's Larry Clark. <laughs> <laughs> look, I think you, you, look. You got baby geniuses over there. That's for one crowd. I'll make baby assholes. They want me to be ambitious, so I came to you, Nickelodeon, to pitch baby assholes. Larry, when we gave you the money for this project, I thought maybe they'd be like just cranky babies, but it's you're just showing babies actual it's, assholes. It's all still photography. <laughs> Can't believe it. I'm going to try to see if I can get a suit going. They reworked my baby assholes idea and came up with Rugrats. They, they, they snuffed at the idea that I was influenced by Chris Marker. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, this whole movie is them just going to place to place. And yes. it's like, wow, you guys last night. Yes. And it's like, just do an extended flashback, please, and make that the movie. This whole horseshit mystery solving whatever the fuck. Or like do that for the first act, and then like it's yeah. fun, and then we kind of get into something. But like it keeps happening. The strip club needs to be talked about. It so, needs- yeah, they find like a matchbook or something that yeah. says the Kitty Cat Club. First of all, we need to talk about the, the mask. The Kitty Cat Club... The mascot of the Kitty Cat Club is like a sexualized pink panther. And yeah. this thing is in the opening credits yes. as a CGI whatever the fuck. Yep. And I threw up. I literally threw up. This is something I think they outsourced it to <laughs> yes. an early version of DeviantArt. <laughs> and they they just asked like the biggest pervert, like, just draw us a sexy cat. No, no. Sexier. No. Even sexier. Make her grind. <laughs> Yeah, this cat in the beginning is like dancing around. Like you are supposed to get some fucking chuckle dick here. I think. Oh is yeah, the you're idea. definitely getting oh, yeah, some chuckle a little dick. bit. Yeah, I think this movie has 
a few scoops of chuckle dick in it for sure because Absolutely. all the strips strip club scenes yep it's just women that aren't topless but almost are. and to be fair we haven't talked about chuckle dick on the main feed this is something oh. we talked about in the patreon the oh right. episode. listen you're only getting half the story on <laughs> if you're not on the patreon i actually think you're you when you started talking about the pussy posse for the first time yeah. i think that was on the nexus it was and wow. the, but chuckle dick is when you get aroused but you're trying to laugh at the same time is am i summarizing it correctly it's when someone creates content in where you're supposed to be horny and laughing at the same okay time. that's it right. yeah so this, this we definitely have like there's dick. many yes. examples like i think californication was yes one. I, I believe that is a big one uh what's the other high nudity one game of thrones <laughs> <laughs> it's like ruffle dick <laughs> Because yeah. it's violent and it gets it ruffles under your feathers, the political intrigue, but you're still kind of horny. it's supposed to be like high drama. So yeah, Six yeah. Feet Under was also kind of ruffle dick. Yeah. That's right. It's like when it's over with, you're like, man, that was really good for stimulating my mind. But now I want to go stimulate my genitals. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Sopranos is more muscle dick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You want to beat somebody up after you jerk <laughs> off. Club them with it. Like a little... Blackjack. <laughs> they go to this strip club, and we do have Chuckle Dick because, and again, it's PG thirteen. But there's a line of women who are like Jesse Chester. Mm. Look, here's a wet T-shirt contest for some reason. And it's for one no of these things where all. it's like, wherever they've been on this magic night, they have been the fucking kings of the world. They walk into this strip club. It's like, oh, how are we gonna find out if we were here last night? And the entire staff of the strip club turns and gives them a round of applause they say a weirder th- they say that like we would never be in a place like that i'm like are you on fuck yes you i guess you are on dope <laughs> jesus they say that because they're yeah. so excited to walk in they're like oh it's a strip because because th- they're virgins they would never think to actually do it uh, they just talk about it uh. so they're like well, we would never be here and then everybody's like hi right um, so they walk in and they go up to the bartender and they ask her like, oh, is there someone here that we may have known last night or whatever? And the woman says to Ashton Kutcher like, oh, of course, here's so-and-so. And this woman comes up and is like seducing him and they yes. start making out. This is where this is where Sean William Scott is like peering at the point where these two people's mouths are connecting. Oh, totally. Because that dude's getting a boner. Why aren't I getting the same boner at the same time? Yeah, why can't we be fucking sharing this boner? And his buddy is having wet lip for the yeah. first time. He <laughs> doesn't know lip. what it's called. It's wet lip. Wet lip. Oh, by the Got way. Got my he... lips wet last night, my gentlemen. Oh, gentlemen. It's called kissing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I got my lips wet yesterday. <laughs> They did briefly share a boner with Christy Swanson because that was her name. Yeah. Oh, so, oh there it is. So, yeah. <laughs> there, there's that. But this is this is where Sean William Scott's also like, oh man, why don't I have a girl? And then this like team of women on yeah. the stage like dumps pitchers of water on themselves, and it's like a wet t-shirt. Then contest. he ends up like break dancing up there with them. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, strip clubs don't like it when the guy gets on the stage. But apparently, they were like such celebrities. They became so important throughout this town the night before because they were throwing around a bunch of money, and that money belonged to this woman apparently. That's the idea, yeah. And so she takes Ashton Kutcher in the back room for like a you know, champagne room lap dance situation. And this is far and away 
the biggest fucking thud of this movie. It makes this movie pretty much unwatchable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it renders it completely unwatchable. And this is where it turns out that this stripper is a transsexual woman. Yeah. And it's played for joke. Like, think of the thing at the end of Ace Ventura and yes. times it by a thousand, and that's this game. Well, we're doing Ace Ventura's greatest hits in like two minutes, basically. Yeah. I would say it's worse because the horror movie theme song that comes on whenever she comes back on. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's really bad. Well, that's and why I said times a thousand. Oh, well, I, I... And, like, the voice that they give her is, like, this... It's not even, like... It'd be one gag, like, in that stupid Shrek movie, you get Larry King to do it. That's not funny, but that's something. But they just modulate her voice so she sounds like an alien this entire right. time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're making a prank call to the police or something. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> it's like, hey, I gave you this. I, I, I gave you a suitcase with $200,000 to hold on to. Where is that? That it was, I guess, stolen money, question mark. Uh, we, don't worry about it because this movie didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, did they answer that? Was it the think, mafia? I don't think it's ever answered. I mean, but it's fucking insane in this strip club scene because this woman like lifts up her skirt yes. and there's like... A bulge gag, and everybody is screaming. It's and, fucking horrible. And he's doing the bit where, like, oh my god, I kissed her. I'm trying to throw right. up, exactly. and it's like it's all of it all at once. It's terrible. It's got no place in this fucking movie, and it's a, or and, any movie or any <laughs> but, movie. Yeah, but I mean, like in the year 2000, it's not like it's 1978. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that like, shows if you a how... Cheech and Chong bit did it, I'm like, well, that was the time. That shows you how dark it was back then. Yes, like, it seems like it was recent, but it. Kind of wasn't. Ace I mean, this Ventura came almost... out in 1978? <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's true. Ace Ventura's pretty bad. Ace Ventura was only, what, like six years before this movie? Yeah. 94. 94, yeah. yeah. Like that too. Right, yeah. I don't yeah. know. 90s. But it's we'll just say 90s. 90s. Yes, it's bad. It's like not. It's, very bad. it's literally not good to have this in a movie. And like, I think one of the greatest pieces of editing in all of cinema happens right here. We cut to a different scene. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just get the fuck out of this. And this character is like not like she's supposed to be the heavy of the movie. Like every time she comes back, this is like, the quote unquote villain of the film. And like. But like she's not in the movie at all. You forget she's there, and you're like, right. "Oh right," because this alien shit happens almost exactly right after this. We do right. get like she's one of the she's definitely like the main villain, but we get other side villains, and it all converges at the end. Yeah, so you so, don't so you don't really see her as much because we develop these other villainous things like the the quote unquote hot chicks from outer space and the space cult. But they also do this thing in this movie, like after the space cult gets introduced, it happens twice in like. Five minutes with like, okay, let's recap. What's going on here? We yeah. lost our keys. We da, ba, da. And I think the reason that they love it so, this joke so much is so that they could use the word transsexual as a joke. It's like, and then we're getting chased by this transsexual lady, and like, yeah. they that say is it nonstop. That right. is the the knee slapper. It's like that's part of the joke, and the woman, that a person could exist. The woman refers to herself yeah. as a gender challenged male while screaming at Ashton Kutcher as he's like holding back vomit and like the screenwriters are like clickety clack this is a laugh well that's a joke uh, that we were doing we loved up to and including like five years ago with like somethingly challenged because of like oh i'm vertically challenged oh i'm you know uh, it's like that it's like a disabled joke or or an ableist joke, I should say, but it's like vertically challenged like Like short people are vertically challenged i thought it was like like 
Like Jimmy Stewart in Vertigo. Oh, I'm vertically challenged. <laughs> no, like I am exercise challenged. And like, oh, that's okay. the gag we were doing for like literally 20 years. Like, right. like 1994. I think if you're watching doesn't... episodes of Last Man Standing, that joke is See, still flying around those scripts. It came about, I think, because like for it was like, we're going to re- like handicap. We're yes. not going to say it anymore. We're going to rebrand it or whatever. And all the late night hosts were like, <laughs> I don't think so. Exactly. Like, I have a feeling Jay Leno had a lot to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're trying to get dignity. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm the way of jaywalking here. <laughs> yeah, with my legs, because I got both of them. <laughs> uh, so they go to the twins' house. Yes. It's their anniversary. Uh, the place go- is a wreck. They yeah. have cleaned it up on the inside. They have had several voice messages on their answering machine saying, you know, you fucked up our house. Where are you? Here's my question. Were the twins at the party? What were the twins doing during the party? Because then if they, if they you I, invite these chuckles into your house, yeah. right. whatever happens, I happens. I think I'm they sorry. were cowering in the basement. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> that's also possible. I think that's the thing. Because they, do, they don't remember anything from the night before. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't, they don't act like, oh, we don't remember either. You know, right. they must have hotboxed the entire house to such a degree. Oh, like shit. That. Yeah, they call that hot housing. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Now I'm making that up. Oh, okay. We should try it sometime. We should, yeah, we should roll up with a house one day. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think they were like recreating the pig out scene from Heavyweights in this fucking house. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's like the shit they have to, like, the big joke is they have to carry a bunch of trash bags out. (laughs) This is so fucking illogical and stupid, though, because it's like, just take a few bags at a time. This is not a gag that's set up properly. They're trying to carry like nine garbage bags yeah. at once. They're doing a cartoon joke in a live action film. Correct. Yeah. And they're not even do like see, you could set it up as a cartoon and make it funny like on a long take. Yeah. They actually watch it and have some tension in the joke. It's just too fucking lazy to do that. Yeah, that's true. there's a lot of cuts in this scene that really cut out any kind of tension to what the joke could be. And the whole gag is a bottle cap falls on the floor and they're trying to pick it up. Mountain Dew. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Drink Mountain Dew. They're trying to like pick it up with their feet. It's the first of a couple times in this movie you see, and this is a thing I cannot stand, dirty, disgusting, holy socks that you have to look at. Yeah, a sock with a hole in it? I don't think so. That's good. (laughs) Throw that right in the trash. Throw it away. It's so gross. Throw it away. Yeah. But to Eric's point, I think for the while, the Mountain Dew Corporation, wh- their whole thing was... Stoners, you, right? Yeah, if you can't p- pass a piss test, you should drink our soda. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Stone- I mean, they knew who's drinking. Why do you think they have such a partnership with Taco Bell? They know regular people aren't drinking their green filth, so they have to go to the lower quadrants of stoners and gamers, the two people that will. And skaters. Skaters as well, but there's a lot of high-heavy conversions there. I keep forgetting skaters exist. (laughs) To be fair, I will cop to, uh, I was watching this movie while drinking a neon green Haritos limon. Okay. So, you know. That's sort of something. I try to fucking have a Code Red. And I I used to drink so much Code Red. Oh, absolutely. I used to like Mountain Dew. I used to like it. But I tried to have some. I was like, oh, my God. God, you're still here today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just felt like I, my, my soul was going to jump out of my body. <laughs> so they trash this fucking house and the girls come out and they're pissed off yes. and they kick them out. They're immediately kidnapped into this van. And these are the like uh, end of the world cultists, these alien cultist it's people. A Heaven's Gate joke yes. that this script must have been around for a while. So here it is. <laughs> 
Well, Heaven's Gate was like what ninety six or something like that. Something like that. And so, she was a Z. Yeah. It's it's all like Z names, like Zolta- Zoltan, Zoltaran, and Zolbarar. Well, Zoltan is like their cult leader yes. who they keep talking about, they, and yeah, they Hal pray Sparks, to that right? machine from Big. <laughs> I have it here: Zarnoff, Zelmina, Zelner, and Zilbor. Zelmina is uh, Marilyn Rice Cup. How by is the there way. not like a Zima joke in that? Yeah, oh man. Right? Yeah, that's true. That's like their only alcoholic beverage. Well, that's the thing. Nobody is like on camera drinking alcohol or yeah. smoking weed. That's so. true. It's all about. I mean, that's the genius of it. That's how you open it for the ch- for the children, right? Right. Yeah, you're you not know, seeing any. It's of all past tense. What was that? For the babies. Okay, Larry Clark. <laughs> Drunk babies. <laughs> uh, so they explain to them that they're looking for some kind of device. A, a dustbuster. Continuum transfunctioner, I think is the thing. And the joke is, everybody keeps saying its uh, power is only exceeded by its mystery. Oh, and it's like that's what and like everybody knows what this thing is. This is this is kind of the thrux of the movie. This is what uh, a film student might call the MacGuffin of the film. Oh, Absolutely that's, right. Oh, yeah. You'd thought you would think that that's the car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah what true. with the name of the fucking film. Movie can't have two MacGuffins. <laughs> Dude yeah, fucking supersize it, man. This movie's got oh, two shit. MacGuffins. Yeah. Now. But at least I know, like, what the fucking car, like, the car has stuff. The quantum leap or whatever the fuck thing. (laughs) That, like, they're just like, yeah, we need it. Would you uh, like fries with that? I would. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the cult people drop them off at a tailor. Uh, We're getting more Asian jokes here. But this dude has, like... Uh, well, they kicked them out of the van, I think is the idea. And it just so happens to be right in front of this tailor. And they so they're like, oh, guys, come in. Yeah. You were crazy last night putting in this order for suits that I custom made you. Which you would think would be suits, not Adidas track suits. Yeah. How not- do you tailor an Adidas <laughs> track suit? All right, and why would you? They're baggy as all fucking get out. Like, yeah. that's how you wear them. It's insane. It's off the rack. That's how you do it. Yeah. So they take their shirts off because they have to try on these suits. And this is the biggest thing for from the trailer, yeah, I think man. they thought this was just going to be it's like a like. Do you want to talk about Buster Keaton? This yeah. is a comedy classic. This is the who's on first for the, the year two thousand. That's right. So we have the dude tattoo and the sweet tattoo. What does my tattoo say, dude? What does mine say, sweet? And so on until my head exploded. That's like here's the thing yeah. with these jokes too is like. Repetitive. The family gag repetition, <laughs> the family guy gag repetition jokes, this repetition, like, that's only funny for so long. And then the second you let that thing go too long, yep. it's painful. I based a- the whole thing on that. That's the, uh, the whole thing is repetition and not good stuff to begin with. But people <laughs> like to be annoyed, I guess. Like, people like to sit down and actually be yeah, annoyed. I mean, people download this podcast. That's, that's well, we, after the Shrek 2 episode, we saw a lot of people online saying that their kids love the annoying, repetitive donkey gag yes. there. Yep. Because it's, like, it's annoying. It's fun. That's funny. It's Being like, annoying it, is funny. It gives kids carte blanche to be annoying IRL. And boy, that stinks. 
Boy, that stinks. You see a fucking annoying kid in public? Dad alert. Dad alert. Dad alert. I think that's not a dad alert, right? I mean, that's non-dad. But first of all, they got these tattoos last night, these huge tattoos. They would certainly feel them. They would have that, like, you'd get the, like, you you get the the white um, bandage over it with the the tape. They shouldn't be out in the sun very much. These are big tattoos. true? Yeah. They give you, yeah, there's a little, it's, well, I think they're, like, clear now in a lot of the times, like, so it doesn't get anything on it there, and... You got to wait like 24 to 48 hours, depending upon the yeah, put some cream on there intensity of the tattoo. I mean, if anything, it would it. still be red as fuck. Yes. You know, and they're just, you know, these, these shitty dude sweet tattoos. There's a thing that happens in this scene, and I want to bring it up because there's other moments that this happens in this movie, but this is a one where I have a clear cut note on. There's a lot of like shoulder shrug, like rando jokes that they throw in. So like they get these Adidas tracksuits. And Sean William Scott like opens his and there's a pigeon in it. Oh yeah. And it flies around for a second and then it flies off like out of frame and runs into, I guess, a fan. <laughs> you don't even see it. And yeah. feathers come down. And every character in the scene just goes, yeah. like shoulder shrugs, doesn't really acknowledge what just happened after that, it's and then continues the movie. It's pretty shocking to me because I think it's always nice to see a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Dad alert. <laughs> but this is also, this was an interesting 2000s thing, is he also pulls out of his pocket a cell phone. Yes. And he just says, dude, we bought cell phones. Yeah. Brand new technology at the time. Absolutely. Well, they use them right next to each other, which is how far you could go with a cell phone. <laughs> That's right. That's actually true. You know, there's a, what, a, a 50 feet? They were attached <laughs> by strings back then. <laughs> Ask your grandfather about cell phones. Uh, well, so the best part is they have those little fucking. Remember those goddamn antennas they would have? Oh, oh yeah. sure. You gotta rise that up, dude. Yeah, if you're gonna, you want to get a good signal. Yeah. Um, and then we get what can only be described as a music video montage. Sure, it's a lot of fun. Holy shit, this thing! And what is the tune we're lip syncing here? Chris Cabin, you must know. Oh, uh, uh, what I'm trying to remember what. They're like in a pool, and oh, this is uh, b- b- bust a move. By yes, young yes, right. thank you. So it's because they found out that they bought a new car or leased a new car. That's an important distinction out there, kids. Uh, and uh, sure bust, research that bust a move was also in uh, seventeen again. Oh, yeah, you're right. in the beginning. Oh, wow, it had a real cultural renaissance. At and this I believe time. bust, a, yeah, was it wasn't bust a move and can't hardly wait. Yes. Yes. Yeah. When he's trying to get I mean, dressed, it's, it's yeah. pretty popular. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like trying not, or it's he's not. Is he getting dressed? Or it's where he's looking through his little sex backpack. Yes. Yeah. That's right. He's got, so that, that dude's up to no good. It's oh, a absolutely. music video montage of them imagining what it's like to own this car. That's what this is. I don't think it actually happened. I thought it was no. a legit party that happened. <laughs> well, <laughs> but you were, you're right. You were because... playing along with the movie. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I watched right. this at at nine a.m. with coffee. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That's how you're supposed to watch the film. <laughs> exactly. Dad alert. <laughs> I was sitting there. I was like, hey, man, where did they get this house from? Who's ha- whose pool is that, man? No, Whatever, I mean, it's man. Not, it'd be one thing if it was supposed to be the night before so we could actually see some of that. But sure. it's not. I don't think. It's just them like with scantily clad women and... Yeah. Ashton Kutcher's got cornrows at one point. Yeah, that's unfortunate. So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm imagining Eric at his his breakfast table. You know, him and his wife are having coffee. He's like, "What are you going to do today, honey?" Well, I guess I'll watch. Dude, where's my car? <laughs> <laughs> Had a dream last night about my dad. You know, I'm older. I'm older than he is. Now. I'm older than he was now than I than he ever was. Yeah, I'm I, doing this as I'm reading the IMDb Tribune newspaper. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so then they're driving around in this leased car, uh, and they pull up to a stoplight with this car. And who pulls up next to him but Fabio? Random! Totally. Totally. <laughs> well, I just want to let everybody know that's a pretty random thing to have. I mean, like, that's random, Could right? you imagine? Like, you, could you imagine <laughs> if Fabio pulled up in a car next to you? Remember Fabio, yeah, everyone? Sure. It was just the 20th anniversary when he got hit in the face with that goose. <laughs> random! <laughs> that, not, you know what? That was truly random. Fabio... <laughs> Fabio goes on a roller coaster and smashes his now, face into a goose. He was famous because they based like romance novels on his body, like he was a model or something. Yes, he was like a print model. Yeah, interesting. And then he had, of course, I can't believe it's not butter. And that oh, was like a right. thing. And like, he had a moment, but like at this point, he was already it was already like past irony. You know what I mean? Like right. this. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking about right now. Yes. It, yes. It, I mean, no, not, not even. Not, I mean, right now. I, I mean, right now. Like, now two thousand. Now. <laughs> We're talking about then, two thousand. Then, then now, in the two thousand, right, yes, in the, the year two thousand, it was like post irony. Yes, like, this was we, too late. We'd made all the jokes. Yeah, we'd, he was a living joke, and it's right. like random. And this is the this is the most piece of shit. Fuck you, hypocritical part of this movie. Yes. because. They're doing like the vroom vroom, like Fabio revs the engine and then they rev the engine and then Fabio puts his arm around oh a babe and Ashton Kutcher puts his arm around uh, Sean William Scott and then uh, Fabio starts kissing this woman and then Sean William Scott and Ashton Kutcher make out. Yes. It's like, wouldn't yeah. it be funny if anyone wasn't straight? And then Fabio, Fabio then is the one in this in this scene holding back vomit. Yes, as exactly. he fucking drives exactly. away. Because someone in that's the way this movie works. Yeah. That happens, and someone has to go ew to the camera. <laughs> I hate this movie. I hate this movie a lot. <laughs> this movie should not be screened. You know what? I think we hate this movie. Oh, yeah, this is one time where the title of the show actually checks out. It checks out, right, Chris? It does indeed. Uh, at this point, there's another cadre. Of this is Babe Alert. Babe Alert of these <laughs> these five sexy ladies show up in jumpsuits. And when was Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back? Two thousand one, I believe. Because yeah. the 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 sexy babes in that movie are wearing yeah, yeah. the same cat suits. You're right. I think, that, it looks I think Kevin Smith got that at a discount. Yeah, because <laughs> it's the same outfit. Like they're all in these like weird like leather cat suits. Right, it was two thousand one. Like, yeah, and it's also a terrible movie. Yeah, oh, it's wretched. You know what? To be fair though, there's a shot Kevin Smith didn't see. Dude, where's my car when it came out? Because he didn't start smoking weed till like two thousand seven or oh, whatever. Okay, so there like two thousand nine or ten or something. So he may have just avoided it altogether. He probably was at the premiere though. You know, when you're when you're that, you're invited yeah. to those premieres. Uh, oh yeah, I have to check that Twitter. Twitter <laughs> can we can we? talk about this twitter account for yes. a second this is what is it movie premieres unlimited let me, let's, let me we'll look give him a legit plug here. it's a great account it's a twitter you're probably already following yeah. yeah but if you have it oh sure um it's a twitter account where they'll show you four photographs from the premiere of any given movie yes and this has been eye-opening for mm -hmm. me because i had no idea that any old fucking boob <laughs> could get an invite to the biggest premieres of the biggest well, film. And you say boob, it's like Christian Slater. No, <laughs> it's, or but it's always Christian Slater. You will see. No, no, no. But you will see. Like, it'll be. It's not this, but it's on the level of this. It'll be like Terminator 2 premiere. Yes. And fucking John Lovitz is there. <laughs> of course, yeah. yeah. So what is the what's the handle? Okay, um, yes, it's called Movie Premieres Unlimited, but the handle is at 
night opening. Okay, at night opening. But it's always what I love about that account too is like it goes both ways though. It's like oh, any like yeah, Terminator Two is John Lovitz, but it'll also be like I don't even, like the dumbest movie that no one even remembers. Like un, I don't even know. Like I'm trying to think of a, a bad movie. Like 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 Seventeen again or something. And right. like fucking Robert De Niro is there. Like when did that yeah. happen? Like why? <laughs> what are you doing on a Friday night? I, I see uh, at the Conspiracy Theory premiere in 1987. One Mr. Steven Seagal. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's great seeing him in his like silk well, he's kimonos. Doing, he's doing research. Can I show you? I saved <laughs> this one. I don't remember. I wish I wrote down what the premiere was. Maybe you'll remember because, Eric, I know you've been following this closely. My favorite, my new favorite picture. Uh-huh. I'm going to show you guys and then I'll say on the air what it is. But this is my new favorite picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that Kelsey Grammer? It is a photograph of Kelsey Grammer and Chewbacca. Oh, wait, a- that's the guy on the right? <laughs> <laughs> at a movie premiere that I'm pretty sure wasn't Star Wars related. Yeah, you just get Chewbacca. Oh, no, wait. Oh, hang on, hang on. There's a background thing here in the step and repeat. No, okay, I was wrong. It is the... It is the premiere of Revenge of the Sith. So, oh, okay. is, Chewbacca the, was at least allowed to be there. It wasn't the English patient? But <laughs> <laughs> just please check out this Twitter handle. It's so fucking yeah. funny. You want to talk about random. Also, random. another Twitter account that needs more followers is at WHM Podcast. <laughs> yeah, sure. We could always use a few more. Oh, nice. Ra- oh, Rafe, Rafe. Uh, yeah, really intense. Yes, it is. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming to the premiere. Chewbacca is here, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> There was one the other day. Uh, man, I got to remember what the movies were because Tom Arnold was there. And I was like, you had no business being of at course this not. Tom Arnold. Uh, so these women. Kind oh, of, right. They're, they're five sexy ladies. And they're like, hey, we will give you pleasure if you right. get us the, the thing we're talking actually specified as like oral pleasure? It's eventually. They go, they erotic. Eventually. Erotic, erotic pleasure. pleasure. Because right. they have to pull that back because that's, that's going to get you higher than PG-13. But we are getting fucking blowjob jokes in this movie. Oh, a ton of them. ton of them. But right here, they're like, oh, yeah, we're aliens. And you're like, okay, we just met that weird alien cult. Yeah. Like, what are you? And then there's, a, to prove that these women are aliens, there's a fucking Coneheads joke right yes, here. Yes, yes. Because the woman takes this gigundo popsicle, deep throats it, and then just pulls out the stick. Yes. And they're fucking horny. And everybody in the audience has to have chuckle dick right yes, now. Yes, Men, women, and but, children, but, chuckle dick. And they're like, hey, go go find the thing. Like, Got it. We'll keep looking for this thing. Right. There's two Swedish guys that are literally just doing Hans and Franz from fucking Saturday Night Live. Right. They also are looking for this thing. I just are, wanna... Do they show up right here? Around. I mean, because who, this I mean, is the stripper cares? shows up again and threatens them about the money. Yes. And then like all these cops pull up and they're like, oh, now you're going to get arrested. Yeah. Jesse and Chester get arrested. Oh, right. Um, and apparently their car was seen uh, leaving the scene. Mm-hmm. It was it was, it was was spied leaving the scene of a major drug deal. Sure. We're told. Um, and then this is like another dumbass random comedy joke here where like they're supposed to be interrogating them. They're doing like where tough cops are coming down on you. And the guy drags in like a fucking self-defense training dummy it's, and starts torturing it. It's like a Zucker Brothers gag. Yes, like, definitely but, yes. It belongs in airplane. Yeah, w- w- decide what the fuck your movie is, please. Yeah. I beg of you. <laughs> yeah. Because they're just like, no, this and this gag goes on for 20 hours? Absolutely. <laughs> this guy's like punching this dummy. He's putting cigarettes out on it. Sean William Scott's like begging them to ease up on it. Anybody get who this guy was? 
The guy uh, beating the up. puppet? Yeah, that's uh, Hank Schrader's boss from Breaking Bad. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm going to move you out of Albuquerque, Hank. I kind of look like uh, uh, Sam Elliott a little bit, Hank. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that, on that show The Ranch, though. I think that uh, other the guy who was interrogating him was a member of No Ma'am. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm I think you're sure. right. That guy's been in a bunch of shit. Yeah, maybe Wayne's World too. Actually, now. So uh, they get released because they they didn't have anything to do with the car. Like, by the way, your car was impounded. Oh, but what is the? F- they they're freed because a cop comes in yeah. and he's like, "Oh, hey, it's the guys from last night." That what did they do? They, they brought a bunch of donuts. They in? bought a, everyone in the in the precinct a donut. Well, that's great. That's good. That's good. That's a Captain <laughs> Planet joke. You're just so, there. Release them. They bought donuts. Well, it's like, oh no, when did oh, they do it at yes. this time? Oh, if you did that, yeah. you couldn't be part of the crime. They go to some guy with glasses. Now we're just doing the, like it's like the Coke bottle glasses. Yes. So he's obviously too. He's like so he's fucking. What be, is it? What is it? Fucking uh, in Hot Shots, Walleye. Is that yes. what they call yeah. it? Yeah. It's a fucking Walleye joke, wasn't basically. That, wasn't that John Cryer? To bring yes, it was. Yeah, you're totally right. I actually, oh man, this was like a bit that worked for me. It was like because really? they were like so. It was one of those jokes where like they they shouldn't like this character, but they do, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of fun. It's like a Wayne's yeah, World joke kind of true. a thing. Well, because like he accidentally sends the car to the impound. Yes, and then he's like, hey, can I make it up to you by giving you some donuts? And they're like. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. It's like yeah, the, the we're, f- we're stoners. We were implicated in a crime, but <laughs> right. you know, thank God we're white. We can joke with the police officer. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Now get our car back, but it's been impound, and not only that, they've auctioned it, which is just. I'm sorry, but the police department needs to get the car back or pay you a large sum. <laughs> but, but first, would you like to see me smash this donut into my face like a fucking baby? Oh my <laughs> yeah, god! Totally. Yep. Because that's the it's big your laugh. smash cake. So they decide they have to go visit the twins at work, and the twins work at this is another fucking falls flat on its fucking face joke. They work for a school for the blind, and it's just bad blind jokes. Well, it's a, b- a bunch of blind, bad blind jokes. It's not them that visit them. It's the five alien ladies. Oh, right. Because they try course. to recruit Charlie O'Connell, who's in this movie for some reason. They're like, <laughs> oh, you should go look for Jesse and Chester here, trying to get them in trouble right. with their girlfriends. You're right. These fucking weird jocks know where these women work. Like, what is going on? Like, dude, grow up. See, see, that's the thing is like. If you're in college, I can understand knowing where people work sure. or whatever. But if it's like a if small you're, campus, you're yeah. adults in a city. Yeah. And you just know where your adversary's <laughs> girlfriend I, works. I appreciate a dedicated bully. Okay. Like, All right. He's really doing the work. He knows where their girlfriends live. He knows where their family lives. He's killed two dogs. <laughs> That's Chris Cabin's comedy album, dude. Dedicated bully. That's uh, your Comedy Central <laughs> half hour. <laughs> And I mean, like, this is just a bit where there's these sexy ladies are like, hey, where's Jesse and Chester? They're like, oh, we're so mad. We're broken up with them. And they, they, they call them now you're broken up with whatever. Right. Uh, there's a thing that where a guy is trying to teach a blind kid to play baseball. Yes. And it's like he has a joke about, like, keep your ear on the ball. Yeah. And it's like, man, get this out of this movie. Well, it gets you some nerd shots, though, is what you want. Right. This, this struck me as a there's something about Mary element. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Where, like, Big time. Where the Fairly Brothers actually do work with, like, the those organizations like handicapped yeah. handicap organizations yeah this is just there for yucks like i don't feel like they are actually they care about these people i mean the fairly is worded for the yucks too but yeah. you know but 
But they, I mean, they were. They did. They, they, they did. They, they worked. They advanced they gave back. They advanced the uh, you know the the uh, stuck on you people. Oh well, really? Wait, what was conjoined that? Yeah. people? There you go. Stuck on you. That was the movie. Yeah, okay. with Greg I, Kinnear. I was, I was and, uh, not hundred percent sure on the title, but yes, Greg Kinnear, Matt Damon. Now people know that that happens. <laughs> right That's now we know. I mean, it's uh, very funny when it does, but now we know it happens. <laughs> This is where, so they're still looking for this continuum transfunctioner. This is where these two uh, Hans and Franz dudes show up. You know what it is, though? It's Hans and Franz, but they're dressed like the Night at the Roxbury Brothers, kind of. Yeah, it's like an updated year 2000 Hans and Franz. Yeah, exactly. They got out of the jumpsuits and got into the club clothes. (laughs) Uh, It's just they're wearing leather, like completely, or pleather. Probably pleather. It's like pleather shirt, pleather jacket. I just can't do it, man. You're not a pleather guy? <laughs> no, I can't do it. Yeah. Just, just, just the sweat. But it gives you cleavage. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I could. I, there's plenty of scenarios where I can have cleavage, Chris. Don't I mean, worry about it. Yeah, I mean, you should flaunt that, though, dude. <laughs> yeah. You got a nice set of tits. You ever see me try to pick up a cup? <laughs> you see some cleavage right there. <laughs> so, uh, at this point, they get, uh, like... Kidnapped by the fucking <laughs> that really got Andrew. Really? No, it just it reminded me of something. I want to tell. A, a, I mean, it was very funny, but it inspired a, a memory. It was something last week. I was a uh, overviewing or judging a student film festival. Sure, I'll leave it at that. We're watching one of these movies, and we're in this auditorium full of people who have made these movies and whatnot. And there's a movie that starts, and it's like the character is getting up in the morning, he's making his bed, Mm. and the guy is like standing in front of the camera, and he's bent over, he's pulling the sheets up and whatnot, and I'm just like kind of looking, I'd seen it before Mm. earlier that day, and so it was like, I'm just like kind of taking notes, evaluating the films or whatever, and one of the judges leans over to me and just goes, hey man, they blurring out that kid's ass crack or what? <laughs> and I look back up on the screen and this dude's ass just has all this fucking pixelation all over it. Oh, I was like, man, take two. <laughs> like, hey, Randy, man, your fucking ass is hanging out of those sweats. We got to do it over. It was so fucking funny. Oh my God. You'd think points off for me. Points on. Oh, who would again? You want to blur yeah. out an ass crack? Points on, student the film. A- the ass is the cleavage of the back. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I got that's plenty of sure. cleavage then, that's for sure. I believe that was Oscar Wilde said that. <laughs> he did. He did. Um, the uh, So they get a, they get abducted by the cult people. It's Zoltan's group, and this is when uh, Donkey Lips makes an appearance. Wow, yeah, Michael Bauer. Who th- who saw this coming? Not I, me. I did not. I was shocked. I did not because I hadn't seen this before. Yeah. Wait, who did he play in this? I, I know. I remember Donkey Lips. He's but I the don't heavy remember. set. The two they get abducted by two heavy set dudes. Right. The shorter yes, of the yes, two. Yes, oh my god! <laughs> and he's got the flooding back. He's to got me. the yes. speech impediment as well. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just it's Donkey Lips. You know, he used to rap on MySpace. You know, you get to see him with his shirt off. In this. You do. Absolutely. Yes. Something I always wanted to... I, it was one of the questions I always had while watching Salute Your Shorts was, yeah. what does Donkey Lips look like with his shirt? Went, well, that's what over. I had a question about, too. Let's get all these shirts off. It's a camp. <laughs> well, how are you making a camp show? Camp on a wanna. Camp I wanna take my shirt off. How about these Donkey kids? Lips uh, takes his shirt off, tries to pick up a cup? <laughs> <laughs> And that's the movie. That's a 70-minute movie. <laughs> We're going to bring it to Cairns. Look, it's... It, Cairns. All right, now, the episode I have... Uh, that's a funny episode. The episode I'm pitching is how Donkey Lips got his name. 
<laughs> and you're pitching this while you're pitching a tent. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, always, I always work hard. Is this around where they get the car out of the impound or something? Oh, and that's the about woman... to happen after this. Okay. This is when we, when we meet Brent Spiner. Oh. Uncredited. But thankfully. We get Hal Sparks really quick. Like, oh, right. Was he hosting the soup right about now? He was probably, or maybe Queerest Folk was even happening yeah, as well. Yeah, that seems like it was happening. And I mean, I, I honestly think Hal Sparks achieved exactly the career he should have had. Like, you've not heard about him in 12 <laughs> years. True. That's yeah. right. He had a moment. That's right, too. Right. All of it. Yeah, it's I, o- it's I okay you, to have moments. I exactly. bet you he has a podcast. Uh, yeah, he started on uh, Queers Folk in 2000. Does he have a podcast? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it doesn't say anything. The Hal Sparks experience. But he's got this cult. They're all wearing <laughs> bubble wrap, and the gag is... My parents are upstairs, and like that's kind of the joke. Oh, right, because they're like, oh, look at this beautiful house. And they're like, no, it's over there in the barn. And then this is when this movie gets a little too horny. One of the few moments this movie gets a little too horny for its own good. Wow. Uh, and la- Because I just feel like someone around there was like, you know, it would be kind of cooler if... Because basically, like, it's like we, we kidnapped your girlfriends, and they both have, like, bubble wrap gags in their yeah. mouth. And I'm like... That's for somebody. That's not a joke, but that's for somebody. Those are like those people that like balloon popping, exactly. dude. It's just like one of those things where I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, well, the balloon popping people were going crazy about this movie. <laughs> that's <laughs> a fetish? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> well, it's about the tension, the fear of like, oh, my God, is it going to pop? Right. Right. And I remember I had the thought, actually. Uh, I was they sit on it? <laughs> yeah. You, oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. That's sure. a big thing. No, thanks. I don't know what the situation was here, but I was walking down North 6th Street in Austin back at South by last month. And there was some there had been a party or something. Yeah. And I guess these people were like cleaning up after the party and the party like the entrance to the party place had a huge thing of balloons everywhere. Yeah. And so I'm just walking down the street, and all these people are just popping these balloons. And I was like, somebody's horny. <laughs> somebody's getting so fucking horny right now. I guess that's the way you take down balloons. I never thought you of ha- Yeah, you'd have to pop them, yeah. Yeah, then just like sweep up all the detritus. Pro- professional popper? <laughs> yeah. Pretty Balloon cool. popper second MD. Second chapter of your life. I might do that. I don't <laughs> think this is going to work. <laughs> so they're like, if you don't you know, get us the thing, we're going to kill your girlfriends or something. Oh, right, because they're kidnapped they're right kidnapped. here. Yeah, they have fucking gags in their mouth. Oh, right. Yeah. And um, they're like, okay, well, you have to go back to the impound lot. They go to the impound lot. They find... They wind up at Brent Spiner's house. Brent Spiner, what is the deal? How do they fucking see this ostrich? The, he has all these ostriches in his yard. Like they, 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 there's like a gate. They hop over it. Oh right, he, and he, a he has like poison ivy's like hideout in yeah. back. Of his, <laughs> yeah. Guy must be a millionaire. Like nobody has this kind of land. So that yeah, I, now I recall what it is. This ostrich gets in their face and like hits them both. Yeah, like pecks at them or something, and they get knocked unconscious. They wake up in a cage. In the neighboring cage is Andy Dick. That's where he belongs. Right. Uh, it's the only way to keep him in line. I'm sorry. It's, it's true. Way. It's true. Very true. He was drying out. They, uh, <laughs> that's how they do it. But yeah, so Brent Spiner is the proprietor of this ostrich property or whatever. Did you read the piece of trivia where so Brent Spiner is uncredited in this? He's doing a terrible French accent. And like later on in his career, he reflected on this. He's like, that was kind of an asshole move to go on credit. I'm like, no, it wasn't. The asshole move was being a dude. Where's my car? Everybody's got to work, man. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, let's all right. So let's say, let's say, it's like 
the spring of the year 1999, mm-hmm. a plucky, older than he was at the time, Steve Zadak, sure. running around Hollywood. Whoa. He gets an offer to star in a new comedy with Steve Stifler and the guy from that 70s show. It's called Dude, Where's My Car? Are you in or are you out? I'm in, maybe. No, I'd definitely be in. But, Are you credited? Well, no, I wouldn't be credited. If, if, once what? I saw it, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't need that on my on my uh, resume. <laughs> but then that's what's crazy about yeah. going uncredited nowadays, dude. It doesn't even matter. You no, know, it doesn't matter because you're going to get on IMDb anyway because you're you. Like, people know who you are. Yeah, like, sorry, Brent Spiner. You're getting fucking put on IMDb, buddy. Beep. Uh, Brent, I saw a movie on TV <laughs> today. <laughs> it's a little picture called Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> And I saw a friend of mine in this. I wa- I watched it all the way through, you fucker. I mean, How did you not tell me about this? Anyway, see you at the cookout. I mean, <laughs> I mean Brent, if you're really that hard up for work, I've got a garage you can clean. <laughs> you know, Brent, I can't believe, man, you, you, you're in this movie where they're playing a bunch of stoners and no one's seen smoking weed. <laughs> You know, Brent, uh, I'm going to read for X-Men a little later. Um, Maybe you can come along and do lines with me. I mean, run lines with me. (laughs) The same year. Oh, damn. X-Men 1 is the year 2000. Sorry, I I was too busy playing a a comic book character in a multi-million dollar movie. Sorry, Brent. Oh, what was that? Ostrich Wrangler. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> oh, wait, you told Frakes about this? <laughs> you took Jonathan Frakes' career advice. Oh, my. Oh, my. I'll see you at Sam's. <laughs> you know, by the way, I think just a small two years later, he's the villain in fucking Master Disguise. Oh, and he's got all of his teeth on that role, too, man. Absolutely. He's kind of come back, and now he's doing like just genre stuff, which is totally the right move what for him. What was the television show he was on most recently? Not Ooh. Outcast, but like it's that um, other Robert Kirkman show, the the, zomb- the Possessed show. Yeah, Outcast. Yeah. Outcast. Yeah, he's on Outcast that, he's on is that. what it was called? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's the main villain in the... And he's good. That's and cool. And he, he's, you know, that, that Independence Day came back. He, he shows up and stuff. He's the best part of that Independence yes. Day resurgence, I feel. So I, the gag is like he's just French and it's funny. And then Andy <laughs> Dick is like, oh, I'm going to have sex with you. And they're like, ew, again. Well, what is the whole deal? It's like he refuses. Andy Dick's character has been in this cage for so long because he refuses to like. And to say s- that ostriches are cool or something, and then they're like, they're like, oh yeah, man, we're cool with ostriches. Nope. Like, no, it's, it's, it's they have to have a specific fact. It's Brent's- the it's the Monty Python gang. Oh, that's right. That's what this is. Yeah, Sean William Scott's a big like uh, uh, National Geographic fan. And he he's like, prove to me that you love ostriches or whatever it is, and he like rails off all these no, well, facts you know, about ostriches. or no, something? It's like, what is the running speed of a full-grown, yes, okay. which is that's like, almost right. exactly the gag from uh, Holy Grail. You know what I mean? That's Just right, switching that's the right. bird out. Uh, <laughs> you know what, guys? Uh, can we just switch out this bird? Could you make it an ostrich? We're going to get fucking sued. <laughs> and you cannot call them babes. They're twins, okay? So- Again, we will get sued. We cannot afford litigation. He's just a guy that just kidnaps people, yep. puts them in cages underground. Yeah. And he's French. Yep. <laughs> and he's got an ostrich farm. Yep. Why isn't that the movie? <laughs> ostrich farm could be a movie. It's I like mean, 10 Ostrich Lane. He's, 
he's mostly a Batman villain at this yeah, point. Yeah, oh, totally. He's got an army of ostriches. It's also one of the only times in the movie that a character isn't like, you guys were so crazy last night. Yes. yeah. It's like, true. Don't he's diverge a... from that path of yes. everybody knows these people. I'm putting you in a cage because you fucking killed one of my ostriches last night. Hit him with your fucking car. Yes. Where's your car wrapped on my fucking ostrich's neck? <laughs> That's where your fucking car is, killing my ostriches. <laughs> exactly. Something like that. And, yeah. And I mean, like, so the, the last act of this movie, such as it is, they're like, oh, somehow they go to... It's a, like a, a funplex type thing? Yeah, it's like... Captain Stew's intergalactic whatever the fuck. It's like a yeah. It's a, it's like a sports time or a Chuck right, E. Cheese because like that off bread Chuck E. Cheese. The one thing Brent Spiner found in their car was oh, like a, a tick- card for this. Oh or, right. Oh, it's like a Dave and Buster's. Yes. Right. Thing. Like it's yeah. almost more like like the Toy Story pizza. Like again, they're kids. Yeah. Pizza yes. Galaxy they, or whatever. Yeah, they, yeah, it's more like that. Well, no, actually, what, what Brent Spiner finds is a key to a storage locker that is to uh, this place. So they go to the key. And this is when the last gag of the stripper shows up. And she's oh, like, of course. And now she's got a boyfriend who is a trans gentleman. And it's just a lady with like a marker on her. Like face. a Salvador Dali fucking drawn mustache on her. And which apparently in like there's a locker system yes. here. They get the money. They get the suitcase of money. No, they don't. She's thrilled to see it. And she's so happy and congratulating them. Like, thank you so much. Right. But. They spent like most of it. They bought a fucking. They leased a car. It's a great question. They spent, yeah, they threw a lot of money around. They gave Cin- uh, what's her name? Fucking Cindy Boner or whatever. Five hundred bucks for the hoo hoos and cool. They and, and now everything's seemingly okay. And then and then these two people start making out. And then Sean William Scott and uh, Ashton Kutcher are turned on by it now. Well, the gag is they're like, "Am I supposed to find this disgusting or what?" Like he even says, "Like, oh, yeah, am I yeah. supposed to find this disgusting?" Like, I mean, you should fucking mind your own fucking business. Maybe it's <sighs> maybe not everything needs yeah, to look, give you a bonus. Maybe yeah, maybe it, people kissing in public's not just for you, man. <laughs> exactly. Look at all the pretty games. <laughs> also, there's the dumbass joke. And that, like, that's the wrap on the hateful character, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> not before this fucking mustache wipes off on uh, the woman's face. Yeah, that's fucking great. You know what? That is. Fucking great! Thank you so much. Uh, so cult shows back up. We're looking for this continuum transfer. This is when Jesse and Chester get an idea. There's these like little wacky thing. These toys. They're like, oh, nobody knows what the the transfigurer looks like, so right. we'll just say it's this thing. So the cult shows up. They give them the toy, and then all it all kind of everybody converges. The aliens are there. The jocks are there. Right. Everybody's like, hey, let's all fight each other. Uh, Je- Chester has been playing with an, a Rubik's Cube the entire movie. He solves it, and that turns out to be yes. the space Transfunctioner. The X-Files. I'll, I'll never learn what that is. I'm okay. Continuum Transfunctioner. I just have it in front of me on the screen. <laughs> so I, That's the only way. I'm not remembering no. what the MacGuffin is called off the top of my head. It's a bomb, and it's going to... In a school. <laughs> and Jesse and Chester didn't tell anyone. <laughs> it's a bomb and it's going to destroy the universe and like the two German the Swedish guys are like we're the good guys if you tell us we'll deactivate the bomb because they're the keepers of the con- whatever continuum yeah. <laughs> Quarantine, Quarantine, everybody. the continuum whatever. transfunctioner and then the ladies are like no we're the good guys if you give it to us we'll stop the bomb 
he asks them a question about like who you know what did we what did we score in golf last night and the german guys figured it out and whatever they they deactivate the bomb I thought you said they were swedish they're swedish it's fine <laughs> well one is one nationality and one's another is that oh is that true <laughs> I don't know. as far as i've been told sure but the ladies. By, and by the way. way, they're not anything. They're fucking aliens. They're but they're aliens, doing a bad Swedish yes. accent. Yeah, it's a it's a bad. It's it's anti Scandinavian. Let's say that. <laughs> yeah, it's good a point. Swedish chef borderline. And this is when again this movie gets a little too horny for its own good. So, the so ladies, fucking horny. And like you know, the, the, it's like all right. So what's the last act going to be? There's going to be a big monster. Do you, do you get the? What's your monster budget like? Do you want to do like a big puppet? Do you want to do like uh? <laughs> you can get like we can do like get some carpentry kind of stuff and. <laughs> you know it's so funny and I can almost not I can almost not laugh without saying it. What if it was on a giant sexy woman? Man. Oh my god, it's <laughs> a giant woman. This screenplay is so extreme. My dick's chuckling. No, it's 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 funny you guys. It's hilarious how big she is and how much she can crush people. <laughs> I'm off to make the biggest wedge heel in existence. <laughs> it's, they, they morph together and they're like super giant sexy babe or something is the name of it. Sure. And the title card flashes up. She immediately, speaking of get, getting your rocks off, she eats Charlie O'Connell. Oh, right. She eats him like a hot dog. And let me tell you, this <laughs> is... <laughs> well, she eats him in one bite. Right. Yeah. I well, wish how, she... how do you eat a hot dog? <laughs> this is... A, it's a terrible special effect yeah, of like this model... Yeah, it's like all right now that you're fake putting a, a tiny man in your mouth. Yeah, like uh, boy, is it also stupid. say it slower. <laughs> this is this is an opportunity for a cameo. I guess they didn't go for. Or am I just not recognizing the giant woman? Oh no, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just I don't nobody. Think you, know, you could think like, it's a model or something. You probably get Carmen Electra or yeah, someone. something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that this person is anybody. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I'm sure she's somebody. <laughs> everybody, someone. Everybody loves somebody. Exactly. Yeah, our casting director is actually a band from both uh, the Playboy Mansion, <laughs> the Penthouse Beach House, <laughs> and from all the other places. <laughs> and the Hustler Lounge. <laughs> Larry is. Flynn's Hustler Club, dude. It's uh, right down on the West Side Highway. Uh, there is a great moment here where... Jesse and Chester are now running from this woman, and she comes outside and steps over this picnic table featuring a father and son, like yeah. eating dinner or whatever. Yeah. And the little boy says, Daddy, I want to ride that ride. And yep. he says, So do I, son. Yep. yep. So, do, so I. do I. That's son. a family chuckle dickening. Yeah. <laughs> and you get a, a sick upskirt yes, shot. They, they up say that. Shot. They say that while we're focused on a giant woman's <laughs> panties. Yep. Can I just say, by the way, thanks to the power of the internet. Yes. This woman is Playboy Playmate Jody Ann Patterson. Oh, so, so I they guess, didn't. I guess they did go for someone. But it's not a cameo. Like you know, no. I mean, it's you not should a, be like, oh, that's Carmen Electra. Oh, that's Jenny McCarthy. I'll tell you she that. was Playmate of the Year. She, oh, okay. She's famous to someone. I'll say that much. Uh, to somebody, that's for sure. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so there, there's two shots of her underwear. Like there's another, another. When then they they decide that the only way to kill her is with this fucking. 
this bomb that they figured out and like oh everybody's like you know all you have to do is hit the button right. the button's too small they like, can't hit it's it it's like a laser ray addition to the bomb sure <laughs> and uh, Sean William Scott has been watching this monkey using primitive tools to do something he's like oh I could do that and that's kind of a gag you know? it's kind of right. a little he bit of a gag he pulls out a straw he hits the button she goes kaboomers oh this woman was on an episode of According to Jim well, you, they- do- <laughs> you know the other day oh, oh wow I saw this movie it was so fucking funny and I had a boner the entire time. Guys, I had a big case of chuckle dick watching Dude, Where's My Car? Wait a second. Wait a that's not her. No, no that, that's not her. No, we're not doing it. I thought she was big. <laughs> She's not 80 feet tall. What a fucking ripoff. Oh, actually, so this is Cabin Weird Connection here. This woman was also uh, in the video for the Zebrahead song Playmate of the Year. That's probably uh, the connection right that's there. What that's what it is. That's thesis, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but before she gets zapped, we see her panties one more time. She keep saying panties, please. I will, dude. Don't worry about it. Panty cast. <laughs> she explodes. And for, li- for literally no one, <laughs> Charlie O'Connell's alive. Like, yeah. Oh, right. Covered, yeah. In, covered in, like, Guts. Yeah, guts or shit. goop or yeah, it's shit. shit. He's covered in shit. But those already panties, covered in by the way, shit. You're getting to the panties, right? Not you're getting, not getting to the no, panties. What, 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 they, 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 they fly through the air and fall down as well. Oh, right. You'd think they'd be covered in goop or something. Yeah, but they're, something. they're dry. Which, dry as a I'm not mean that in a sexual way, but like he's right, covered a person exploded. Yeah, sure. The panties are dry. And they're in one piece. I guess because oh, then they yeah. could... You could actually focus on them falling to the earth so, instead of so a splat. Of Kevin, panty. you're 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 upset because they weren't tattered like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, so I'm, I'm upset like too. Yeah. So Gary, everybody gets a um, you know, dude, where's my car? Rap party. Everybody gets some props. You know, do you want Ashton Kutcher's hat? Maybe you could get. <laughs> oh, the, oh, the, you know, the, the, you can get the Rubik's cube. Give me the fucking panties. <laughs> just give me the fucking. Just give me the fucking pan- the big ones. No, Let's, the big ones. Larry Clark will give me eighty eighty thousand dollars for them. Just, just, just shut the fuck up. Give me the fucking panties. Man, I can't believe Larry Clark won that auction. <laughs> what a bummer! You sure you don't want like I mean like from the from the titular scene, the tracksuits they love the give me the fucking panty. <laughs> give me the fucking. Somebody My, give this guy the panties. I'm fucking double parked right now. Just give me the fucking panties. Get the fucking panty. Give me the fucking panty. Oh, and fucking whatever, dude. These aliens take the cult guys with them. Well, there's some fucking dipshit line here where they're like, oh, there's a party. We heard there's a good party in like whatever constellation or something. And they're like, yay, we can go to space. And like, oh, thank you, Jesse and Chester. We're giving you this super present. uh, But we have to wipe your memory because you can't. Uh, and they do like a Men in Black gag to like the whole town. Well, you'd have to. Yeah. I mean, like, my God, this giant woman was just attacked. Everybody, <laughs> and, and you're gonna have to rectify. I mean, the place is probably trashed. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, yeah, you'd probably have to like, get the cleanup crew to make everything work out. Oh, leave, sure. Leave a couple hundred bucks. So is that like <laughs> aliens come down and clean shit? Yeah, probably. Oh, all right. <laughs> that answers that. <laughs> so then they wake up the next day and they're like. Dude, where's my car? I'm, I'm, I was, I can't remember anything of the last day. Yeah. Right. But it turns out the car is there this time, and they don't have any memory of the events that we right. witnessed. Right. It's almost like the movie didn't matter. But then this is where like your head should explode because they go to 
the girlfriend's house. They're like, hey, we got you these presents. They put on these necklaces, these alien technology necklaces. That's right. And it makes their chests bigger. Look! Yes. <laughs> it's just like, dude, sweet. It's like, no, no, no. Well, how is this happening? Aren't you the least bit concerned? Isn't this terrifying? It's body horror. Like, that has to hurt. It's yes. fucking Hellraiser shit. Uh, uh, no, they're babies. They think that's what sex is. But also, oh. there's the boobs got bigger. That's that's sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sex is when the boobs get bigger. And <laughs> what's your problem? My question is though, like, why aren't like uh, 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 Marla, Mar- whatever, uh, and uh, Jennifer Garner like, like screaming in pain and in horror? Like, right? They're totally. Like cool this forever? Like They're what cool the fuck just it. happened to me? They're cool with it. Yeah. Okay. They are so cool. They're with into it. it. They're I think that's it. what's implied. Yeah. Because yeah, this... none of them are virgins anymore. They've had sex. <laughs> Boobs are bigger. <laughs> Boobs get bigger. That's that's what it was. It was what? group. Se- it was a group sex. Um... Well, Jimmy, when a man loves a woman just enough, her boobs get bigger. That's, That's it. <laughs> yeah. Then, if they're lucky, nine months later, <laughs> the stork brings them a baby. Now let's go have Easter supper. Um, yeah. So, like, they notice that this enlargement takes place. Yeah. A shibby is issued. It's like a high five or whatever, too. Right. And then the movie just ends with a dude sweet, dude sweet. Yeah. Dude and then sweet. we get like the. Finally, the outtakes. Fucking finally. Did people have fun on this movie set? You better believe it. I, knew it. I, <laughs> I was having a blast. Man. I knew the outtakes were coming, and, I, and the movie's pretty short. Yes, and yeah, I was like, oh yeah, that's fine. I'll I'll watch that. And it's just like I could not even look at the screen. <laughs> I just like had to look down and not at yeah. the screen. I turned it off immediately. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The minute. The minute it was the over credits, I saw. I was like, fuck. There was God. a there was a callback joke at the very end of the credits, though. Was there? I think it's like an and now happens. Oh, an and then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it happens at the very end, yeah. Was it worth it, Eric? No. (laughs) Was anything worth it, Chris? Was being born onto this planet worth it? I would say no. Well, maybe before the existence of Dude, Where's My Car? I don't know. Uh... Would anybody recommend this movie? No, 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 no. I mean, like, I, I, I again, I, 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 Sean William Scott, like, I, I have some goodwill towards him, like, generally. Yeah, I do I'm not too. coming out to, I'm not coming out to see his movies, but I'm like, oh, that guy's all right. We've been doing a lot of his movies lately. Yeah, we have. Final, Final Destination. Well, was... Final Destination was what made me realize, I think, that I do have some sort of goodwill toward him for some reason. Exactly. I, I, I can't define it. Uh, Ashton Kutcher, I can't stand. This movie, I can't stand. Not not and all the gay stuff and the trans stuff and all of it's just just no it it, it leave it where it is. It's as bad as ultraviolet, I would say. <laughs> it, it is like in that level. I could not fucking stand this. Um, <laughs> this, I mean, like it's not the thing is it's not funny. Like yes. I, I, yeah. I, I, if any of it was fucking funny, maybe <laughs> I'd get it. But like everything's lazy. You were talking about that jackhammering scene. Yeah, the guy is just jackhammering. And the thing goes up. He doesn't even react to the thing going, the not, sprout of water not going Not really, up yeah. Because it, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> That's true. Like those background scenes, like in a naked gun or something. Yes. Yeah. They would actually be milked in a way that would be funny. Uh, I, I'm try- I, I hope I didn't say milk because of all the big boob. <laughs> yes, I but uh, I would definitely say don't watch this. I mean, you might have already in preparation for this, and uh, that's on you. You're now cursed. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, it's a no. You know what's funny? And I'm not recommending this movie. One, I have to admit, by the way, I saw this in the theater. Really? 
It was December of 2000. I'd already been working at the multiplex since X-Men came out, funny enough, like six months beforehand. Just you and a raven. <laughs> it, was, it was one of those movies where like, you know, like the, the you know, a lot of movie theaters when like the bad or the like the, whatever the movie that's been playing for a long time has run its course. You put it in the smaller house because it's not selling as many yeah, tickets. Sure. This movie started in the smallest house kind of a situation. But yeah, I was seeing stuff for free. So I have seen this movie already. Ugh. I knew what I was getting into. And the funny thing is, like, if it up until they get to that strip club in my head, I was like, Ah oh, fuck, man! Like this is—it's just a dumb stoner comedy. Yeah. I laughed at that fucking dog puppet wholeheartedly. Like I was really worried, but thankfully, the fucking backwardness <laughs> of all of the gender stuff in this movie—it makes it one hundred percent unwatchable. Yep. Just like way to kill any kind of rewatch value. Mm your movie would ever have. There's no reason to ever fucking revisit this. And I'm sorry, to because I saw a lot of people on Twitter being like, doing my quote-unquote homework for the We Hate Movies episode, eep and apologies in advance. What a fucking piece of shit. Hope you don't have kids. (laughs) Also, the thing is, like a lot of comedies from when they started, I guess Buster Keaton didn't, address it that much you want me to have a pizza pie <laughs> but but there's been so much anti-gay anti uh, anyone different anti-outsider in sure. all yeah. comedies until like two years ago <laughs> so tread lightly with big box comedies big box comedies specifically yeah absolutely tread lightly with big box comedies what a warning but it is a legit warning and that is dude where's my car a teaching moment from the year 2000, <laughs> directed by Danny Liner. Rest in peace. If you want more We Hate Movies, check out patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. A lot of good stuff going on. That's right. There. We just released an episode on Serenity, the 2018 uh, Matthew McConaughey. 2019. 2019. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Q1. I mean, that movie was filmed in like 2016. Probably, yeah. <laughs> that is a terrible film where Matthew McConaughey is in Florida, and it's not <laughs> the beach bum. Which is a good movie where yes. he's in Florida. Uh, Florida series, man. I'm waiting for it. Dude, he better fucking release another Florida movie this year. (laughs) I think it would be awesome if he did. It would be pretty cool. Florida trilogy? Hey, he can wait till 2020, man. I will still consider it the trilogy. A Free Willy remake where they close the fucking park for good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, kill that fucking. Kill that uh, she ape. Yeah, I call I'm whale. to be the bad guy. (laughs) I'm dining on its bones. All right. (laughs) Gotta call whales she apes. Oh man! Uh, as always, willies. <laughs> as always, we hate movies. Continues for some reason into the next week. Steve Sadak, what film will be use? Will we be using as a discussion jumping off point for next week? Space Cowboys. Oh fuck! Okay, that's the song that uh, they made for Instinct uh, sang for uh, <laughs> Space Cowboys. This is a Chris Cabin selects, and I know the name sounds like an anime, but apparently it's not. It is not at all. Can you just quickly tell folks that want to do homework in advance what this film is? It's about a bunch of old fucking astronauts who have to go uh, not to the moon. I think to go to a satellite or yeah, something. Yeah, star studded too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, James Garner, Tommy Donald Lee Sutherland, Jones, the mule and himself, and Clint Eastwood also directs. I don't know if they're going to the moon, but a little bit of a tease, somebody winds up on the moon. <laughs> so there's that. There, there is, is that. that. Spoiler alert. And I saw it in theaters again because I'm a huge fucking loser. So until next week, where I continue proving what a fucking loser I am with Space Cowboys. Ugh. 
I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Dudska. Take it easy. Christ. Shibby. Shibby. That was a HeadGum Podcast.